0: Hello, I'm Eagle, Eagle Gardens, Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram, and this is Fucking Talking Shit with Eagle, episode 626. Hopefully, you guys have had an amazing Thursday. I've had a pretty good day myself. This will be a fun one. Uh, Dank Yoda's in the house. Mr. Dank Yoda, how you doing, my friend? You want to tell everybody how you're doing and where you, where they can find you?
1: i'm doing good like i said uh last couple days been kind of crap me on instagram also known as yoda grows but i stupidly didn't search him before making it so that's why dank yoda um right now it's just the instagram no twitter nothing else like that so pretty low-key chill
2: got a lot of stuff going on right now uh
1: got some pictures i going to be posting tonight just went downstairs right before this
2: Rushed through my chairs as fast as possible get a whole bunch of cool pictures in the dark so got some
0: oh he said it may happen see one thing about mr de Yoda, and you guys may notice from myself is he's very close to me uh so internet problem will could be a problem we both we're laughing about that as i warned him pre-show i was like well i'm going over the prelims this could happen you i may fall out you know the deal if you can you can run with it you may not but uh you know he's like hey Let me remind you, Chief, I'm not far from you, so I have shitty internet as well. If I fall out, no, I will be right back as well, so just give her a minute or two, we'll hang out, go ahead and say hello to everybody, make sure your chat is to Chop Chat, which mine, or Live Chat, which mine was not, it'll just your Resurrection Prophet's Catherine, the Cannabis Contour, cheers, nice to see you, JGC, JGS, sorry about that, cheers, Miss Cassativa, always a pleasure, Laura Camp, Brent Anderson, of course, Miss Smiley's Gardens, much respect, here comes the Yoda, Cheers. <laughs> Thank you, Smiley, for throwing that up, man. I need to finish my uh, stuff here. What up, Yoda? I was just giggling. Hey. You have got me giggling already,
2: right?
1: <sighs> I think I got figure it figured out now. So, though
0: it happens, I I think it. They they know it's a possibility around here, so I think everybody understands
1: all right it's the joys of living out like you get beautiful sunrises and sunsets
0: you can't talk to nobody online (sighs) oh no 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 no, no. man i remember you know i can before we get started on your story i'll tell you a little story uh real quick uh before i moved up here i actually come up here and uh was doing some siding work and, uh couldn't get no internet, no internet. Not laptop, not phone, fucking nothing. Swore up and down. I was like, "Oh no, man, this this sucks, man." I don't know. I, I couldn't. I don't know how anybody can live up here. And then I fucking moved up here, and then drove around and went, "Ah, shit, there's all those cabins." <laughs> i didn't know i just moved up here yeah so
1: well that's like me man i I grew up in saginaw so everything was always higher speed even the frame of living was higher speed and then i just ended up going in the sticks my mom moved way out in the boonies i was like this sucks got older hanging out with my friends more in saginaw and now i'm older i'm like Okay, now I understand it. Slow down. Go back out in the
2: boonies.
1: Every once in a while, I just got to take off my shoes, walk in my yard, go out in the the woods and just ground myself and chill. So I can't do city living no more.
0: There's definitely an acclimation period to moving from the city up here. It takes, you know, a little bit of time to – Get used to things, but when you do, man, just like you said, man, uh, you you know you're home. To be honest
2: with you. Yeah. So what are you smoking, yeah. at, Mr. Yoda? Oh, right. Uh, right now I'm actually smoking on some wedding cake that my neighbor gave me. So. He come over, seeing me working in the RD. Like, I want to talk to you about some shit. I was like,
1: all right. Started shooting the shit me about stuff he's planning outdoor and wanting to set up indoor. And he's like, well, I'm going to give you some of this stuff that you know what
2: you think. I'm like, all right, whatever. Not too bad. <laughs> There's a lot of good growers up
0: here, that's for sure.
1: It's so, it's so vast and like working at the shop for as long as I did was kind of cool because I got to see how many different variations out there. But like people are actually into doing it right where they're like, okay, what do I absolutely need? And then you get the other guys like, I'm just going to throw it in some miracle Grow and Color Good. It, I love the vast variety. However, I feel my life is like vast variety when I grow. I love organics, but I have absolutely no problem. Like right now I'm running FloraFlex and cutting edge. I got no problem with any of the other stuff. As long as it gives me a good product that I'm happy with. So that's what I told everybody that came in the
2: shop. As long as you're happy with it, it doesn't matter. At least in my head.
1: I know a lot of people might argue the fact, you know, oh, you know, some form of fertilizers will leave more in the plant, yes. And if you plan for it, you can
2: work with it instead of against it.
0: I agree. I don't don't think one's better than the other. I agree with you. If you're happy with it, then be happy with it. Ah. Well, that's like I was
1: laughing so hard the other night when you were getting called out about your organics. I was like, at least
2: he's growing still, man. Just give him that. <laughs> right on, right on.
0: Oh man. Yeah, I you have to be growing something, man. I, I definitely I, I'm nervous already, Yoda. I'm already nervous. By the way, before I forget, I want to give you some props, man. I was at the local Well uh, Walsmart. <laughs> and uh, I happened to know a few people in there. And when I stopped in there the other day, uh, one of the gentlemen I was talking to was bummed out that his local shop closed. And uh, I was like, yeah, I was just talking to that cat the other day. And he was like, man, I know who you're talking about. That dude's awesome, man. A lot of good advice <laughs> from him, man. Like I, I'm sure he'll be glad to hear that, man. In fact, it's well, like, So hopefully he's watching. <laughs> hey, maybe. Uh, I mean,
1: that's it's what I told everybody that came in. There's like information. Should be free. You always have problems when you hold back information. Like, no, I know this, but I'm only gonna sell it to you for a dollar. Fuck that, dollar. Go to hell. Information should be free. That's how we're gonna gain peace everywhere it and the thing is i like helping people so when i figure out my ocd kind of works weird where they come in you know tell me the route that they think they want to go and i have the ability because i've nerded out so long that i can tell them a couple different directions at a couple different advancements that they could go and get good results you know, tell him, he's like, if you really want to go advanced and go crazy, it's here. And most people accepted that and loved
2: it. My greatest review, and I think it was.
0: Love it. Love it. He's back. We're going to You're back.
1: Anyway. So. The greatest review I ever had there, and it wasn't even somebody, somebody said to my face, is I was looking at the Google reviews, just bored, because I get a laugh out of them. And somebody said, strange employees, but great shop. And I love that guy. The next time he came in, I was like, dude, I love that.
0: Because we are a little weird, but whatever. Nothing wrong with being weird. I think it's a good personality trait myself. But one thing I always appreciated about you amongst many, well, I think you know how I felt about some of the others, but <laughs> uh, I appreciated about you is you were always uh, honest about any questions I or others had. And um, by that, I mean, he, you were honest, just straight up honest. It may, your answer may not have always benefited, you know what I mean, the greater good of the store. But in my opinion, that's what you guys were there for, is to kind of get, point people in the, the right direction. And good or bad, you always gave the honest answer. You know, it, it may not have been cost effective for the higher-ups, but it was always appreciated by the people coming in.
1: Well, and that's the funny thing is, it's not even that it was, you know, bad for the company or anything. Most people respect honesty. And and that's the funny thing. You're one of the few people that are actually like, oh, I love him because he was honest, even if I didn't want to hear it. Most of the time, it's, ah, fuck that little ginger midget. (laughs) But, no, it's, when I was, when I started back in, like, 2013-ish, didn't have all the stores. Most of the stores that I went into, I was like, dude, I don't really know what I'm doing, you know, help me out. And they're like, Oh, you want this, 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 Like, that's like 700 damn dollars. Like what the hell? Like gotta be a little bit better away. And they wouldn't budge. You know, it's always, Oh, you got to get top of the line, top of the line, top of the line. It's not that I'm that cheap. I just will never start with top of the line stuff. And I just, I hated it. I always felt like I was pressured into this way or that way. And it just, wasn't a cool thing now my buddy who actually mentored me started a shop in hemlock and it was so cool hanging out with him because he would actually walk me through most of the little products like all right this is why you need this
2: this is why you need this and it just it felt like such a
0: bear with it this is gonna be a fun one but trust me Mr. Yoda is worth it. Are you there, Yoda?
1: Sorry. My internet has a speech impediment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, at least you have a sense of humor about it.
1: I got to, man. I, gotta, I try making everybody laugh as much as I can because it keeps me in high spirits and it keeps me going. If I don't, it, it's garbage. <laughs> But I mean, we all get down in those dumps. So just, I try my best to stay out of those dumps because I don't like. Them.
2: Right
0: so anyway, I guess we should before we get going. I, I before we cross, if we get too much into whatever, we may cross the story at some point. You know what I mean, from the beginning to the end. Right. So we might as well start from the beginning. When and where, when, where, how did cannabis come into your life? Well, I want
1: to say 13 or 14. And here's the interesting part of the story. And I'm sure some of the people in the YouTube are going to know. Oh, yep. I know exactly what he's talking about. I smoked like eight different times with buddies. Could not get high. Everybody's like, oh yeah, I'm feeling it. Whatever. You know, this stupid teenage kid shit. I feel really hot. And I'm like. I don't feel nothing. Like, I feel normal. What the hell? Get it again. Get some more. Get some more, you know. Eight different times. And finally, somebody overheard me talking to my friends in a coffee shop of all places. Goes, going for a ride. Jump in the car. There was six people in the van. It was one of those bigger, you know, almost a handicap van. Hot box that van for four fucking hours. Finally, got high. I was probably 14. I walked into my grandma's house and I kept blacking out missing periods of this conversation and everything. So I'm standing at the bottom of my stairs, freaking out because first time I'm high and basically just dropped off my grandma's house, going, Okay, good luck. I'm at the bottom of the stairs, then I'm at the top of the stairs, and then I'm at the bottom of the stairs again. My grandma's looking at me, going, What the fuck are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. She goes, you look hungry. I was like, oh, I love you, grandma. (laughs) Every time I got stoned, it was at grandma's house. But back then in Saginaw, I didn't have the names and the connections that, you know, a lot of the other people did. So it was basically just what one or two plugs could have. And, oh, God, that was... Back late 90s, early 2000s or whatever, whatever it lines up to. And every once in a while, the plug would get a really good flavorful thing and it would pique my interest going, oh, this is awesome. What the hell? But then it would go away. So now we call it Mexican Brickweed. That's what everybody knew it as. So it really just, it was disappointing because every time I got good stuff, it would spark my interest and I'd want more and, you know, try doing anything with it if it had any seeds to it or, well, everything had seeds to it, but I never really got the chance because I didn't get it as often. So, And then when we did, it didn't have too many seeds. So, but when I first started growing, my ex-wife became a cannabis patient. I became her caregiver in 2013, the end of 2012. So we both got our cards, got all legal. I was doing the whole OCD thing, researching and figuring out what I got to do. You know, what equipment do I need? You know, how do I set up my basement? Just overthinking the entire damn thing. So it took longer to get the first plant in the house than I care to admit. <laughs> but at the time I'm doing cable. So I go into this guy's house and he goes, all right, you can't go in this room. I was like, I need in that room. That's where everything is. You set up poorly. And he goes, all right, well, screw it. I'll let you in. I'm like, dude, you don't got to worry about it. I have a caregiver card, you know, don't care. Sitting there, hooked up his cable, looking around. He's like, well, how about you do this, this, and this, you know, for a couple of my clones. I was like, Oh, but we could do that. So I did a little bit of cable work for him and he ended up, Giving me a blue cheese, a great kush. And I want to say a white widow. But, I don't know. The third one died off. I ended up killing it. So I got this, take him back to the house, put him in this closet with this tiny little fluorescent light that's not doing diddly dick. No ventilation, nothing else. Freaking out. Calling up my buddy who ended up being my mentor. And I was like, all right, man, you got to walk me through this. Ended up with a bunch of T5s in my basement, high-pressure sodiums. And it's been an obsession ever since. <laughs> so when I started going and really figuring out what I was getting into, what I wanted to do, how I wanted to you know, set everything up to my personal touch... My mentor would be talking about super soil. And Ego, guess who he was talking about?
2: Uh, So? Oh, yeah. So I heard his name that early in a
1: row. And it didn't click. Okay, this is an organic thing. I never really thought about organics. I'm running general hydroponics three-part, Floralicious Plus, you know, still trying to figure it all out. And then my buddy's getting alfalfa meal, kelp meal, blood meal, mixing up in his basement. I go over there every once in a while, help him out, mix soil, feel everything cooking. And we'd sit there and talk. And I'm like, really? So you don't have to do nothing? It's just water only kind of thing? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Well, that's really interesting. So I had to take a little bit of a break from growing from like 2015 to maybe 2017. And the entire time I was taking this break, I was like, in the back of my head, there's that way, the organics way, the organics way. I was like, hmm. So I've been researching organics and writing down all this information to retain because my learning style is basically sit there with a the damn comp book, remember, write down key points that you want to remember, and then look at it later. That's the only way I can remember shit. But I'm writing down all these organics, and it's that has become an obsession. Like once I finally get to do whatever I want to do with organics, it's hopefully gonna be amazing. But it's I have not reached that threshold yet, other than some outdoor living beds that I've turned all my old soil into, thrown some amendments in, you know, top dress with this, that, or the other thing. And they do okay, but I've never actually tried cannabis in them yet. So, but yeah, I, I find that funny that I heard Subcool's name back then. And I started researching it, you know, trying to watch his show every time I could. And, and then I meet you at the sh- store. So
0: <laughs> It's weird how things tend to fall together sometimes. For sure. So how long would uh, I would say between that first time in the grow and would you instantly consider it i guess would you consider it recreational or would you say that uh, you kind of knew there was something special about about what you were doing at that point well because like i said
1: is when i got older like closer to the time where i started growing i started accessing better stuff like Before that, it was literally whatever my guy had, you know, and it was still really not that great. So I didn't have huge expectations because I'd never, unfortunately, I never really understood connoisseur quality cannabis until I started growing and really started tweaking everything because I realized, okay, just by doing this, this came out, you know, a little off, a little harsher, you know. That kind of thing by realizing that I don't really think I've set a limit of what I think top notch is yet. But
2: my first run, I'm smoking and it was smoother than the rest. I like
0: these fun times to say cheers to everybody in chat. Cheers, Pingus.
2: Hey, <laughs>
1: we're working with what we got man we're running on off-date software but anyway so the first complete run that i had i was working at a golf course everybody smokes at the golf course if you ever go to a golf course and you don't know what to do give the guy a joint but uh so my buddies that were sitting there cutting you know lawns and everything else all got to try my stuff because i was I, i'm one of those guys that i love creating and i love people sharing my creations if i can make something and let you enjoy it with me i will do it in a heartbeat so i'm not making money off it you know sorry needed fire uh so i wasn't making money off it and they kept coming back going dude this is amazing what the hell i was like I don't know. I really don't know what the fuck I'm doing yet. (laughs) So it really just sparked a curiosity of what can you
2: really do? And like I said, I've just been nerding out ever since.
0: Very easy to do. It's very easy to do. It's one of the things I've never really understood you know, the stereotype that comes with cannabis, because I've never seen any of it to be true. The lazy stoner, you know, most days, that's just how before even like back in the day, back in the day, you know what I mean? For growing all that other bullshit, you know, safety meetings before fucking work, you know, during work, you know what I mean? She got done. She got done. And even Uh later in life, more so when fucking uh, growing cannabis came into play, uh, it didn't do anything but enrich my life. You know what I mean? And I found that across the board. It it makes people, you know, want to learn about more about what they're doing. And as them doors open, it opens other doors, you know, about how they relate to you, proper stewardship, all kinds of good stuff. A lot of learning. You know, how to grow cannabis. Uh, It's crazy. It's good dogs.
1: Cannabis started so much with me because once I started growing cannabis, I was sitting outside one day and just smoking, thinking about the next thing I was going to do in my garden. And I'm looking out at an open spot going, well, why the hell don't I have tomatoes going there? You're learning how to grow plants why not have tomato sandwiches every once in a while? <coughs> why not corn for the kids? And it, it opens so much with that. And then that opened up, well, what are you actually putting into your body? And I, I'm ashamed of myself because I put too much stuff that I hate in my body nicotine, but it, it really brings it to perspective. When you care about the things that you're growing, you're going to care about what goes into it. And you're going to care about how it functions and, once you care about something that's living, it opens up an entire different way of thinking. So I like to think of hippie lifestyle was the best one. They just pissed them off too much and they disappeared a little bit
0: <laughs> That may be that may be uh, that's for sure uh it's they're definitely making a comeback these days. oh yeah.
1: No, and that's that's like (laughs) well that's like I was saying before is every once in a while I gotta go out in the woods and ground myself. When I was 18, 19, 20, you'd never hear me talking about spirituality or energies
2: or anything else like that. No, it all started from caring about a living organism plant.
0: (coughs) So When you did decide to uh, cultivate the plant or begin to cultivate the plant, did you find a a new relationship with the plant at that point? How did your feelings change with cannabis? Did you kind of have that like little revelation there that we were talking about a second ago? That it was uh, a little bit more that you gave it credit for? Oh, it absolutely was. It
1: It was completely different. Like I said, I didn't get best quality stuff. So opened my eyes to not only the quality of things and how to grow it. Sorry, my apprentice just walked in to grab the joint. You sneaky bastard. (laughs) Um, But yeah, man, it's... Oh, I lost my train of thought. Squirrel.
0: Must be some pretty good buddy cake there. It couldn't be that bad. (laughs) Oh,
1: it's it's not, definitely. That and you gotta remember I just had to take a three-day vacay off of it because I could felt like shit. So right that and I was hitting dabs before coming on stream because I'm an idiot. But uh (laughs)
3: Like
1: I said, man, I I my end game for tonight was just can make some people chuckle. That way, when they see my name, they're just like, hey, yep, he's a transplant." <laughs> but can you repeat the question? I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> it basically, we were talking about uh, that if if uh, cannabis changed and when you started cultivating it, the way you kind of oh yeah yeah the way yeah you felt about it.
1: Yeah, because starting to grow it and then looking for more patients and really talking to people and figuring out it wasn't just smoking. It was the oils. It was, um, you know, the Rick Simpson oils were coming around. Edibles were a big thing. Like I would really almost hyper-focus on how I could make this one plant do so many different things to help two or three different people. My, you know, thing back then and will always be for the rest of my life to help depression and anxiety. Now, I also have ADHD. So everything kind of flips where I have a sativa and it kind of takes me down where an indica kind of of, uh, picks me up a little bit. So I have to take things like that into account. It's like, oh, are you like that? Have you tried this and that? And then it really started getting me into researching different strains and I hate myself that I can't remember all the terpenes and what they do and, you know, everything like that. But just understanding at that point when I started, there's an entire world that you need to figure out a little bit about to be able to help what you want to do, you know, help this person with his back pain or, you know, help yourself with getting out of your own damn head in the morning.
2: And you could do it with one damn plant. It really was,
1: it was like night and day because before that, it was literally, oh, you're feeling anxious, go to the doctors. They're going to put you on a drug. And if You got depression, they're going to put you on a drug. And oh, wait, oh, no, you can't sleep because of that drug. Oh, we're going to put you on another drug. And that's, in my world, that's where it was. You know, I was hidden from a lot of it. But. I loved opening my world up to it. And I don't think I've ever even slightly closed the door of what can cannabis do, you know, even what can dandelions do? What can any herb or anything that we can grow help medically? So, yep. It's given me an entire new subject to hyper-focus on. So, (laughs)
0: A good one, though, a a really good one. I kind of ask, and I guess you're a good person to ask or, you know, talk about with this is um, I really find in a lot of cases that, you know, yes, cannabis has its medicinal value, you know, as a medicine, many shapes and forms. But I say very often, that cultivation side of things just growing the plant being in the room having you know it it takes your takes you away honestly you know what i mean it kind of takes your mind off your anxiety what's the fuckery in the world you know and not only that the end product of it producing a medicine which you know has a healing value to you, you know that in itself is huge. But hey, do you have you noticed that? I mean, working with new growers, you see that, uh, you see new growers all the time. How have you seen it progress for other people as they come in, and you know it's got to be kind of infectious on your end. Anyway, you go home and have that, you know, that vibe that new grower vibe at some point to uh, roll off a little bit. Yes, no, maybe?
2: Oh,
1: no doubt. Um, it, I completely agree with you because growing is kind of, it's my getaway calm down place. I, I've listened to everything from your show to Mozart. Music and plants combined together I feel is the medicine all on its own. It just let go of everything that was eating at you, chip it away. You know you're letting go of everything that happens throughout the day and just focusing on what you're doing, and you almost lose what you're doing, but it's still being done. You're just peace. Um, no, the new grower vibe was awesome because when somebody came in that had high energy and was just like, okay. I just got, you know, my first run done or I'm really excited to even start right now. And they would want to get as much information and talk. You would have some of the coolest conversations ever. And I hate the mentality that somebody thinks they know more about growing than another person. Um, Which in a sense they do, but everyone's learning. That's what I'm trying to get at. And I never shut myself down most time people say that I underestimate myself, I guess, um, about how much somebody knows because I've had somebody come in that doesn't know anything about growing and really didn't realize how simple it was. And he had some of the best stuff I've seen come out of a first grow and he would sit there and we were convers- or talking about how growing setup and all the little things. And yeah, I know exactly what you mean about energies kind of rubbing off and, then I go down to my girl room and I'm so excited for my girls, and it's like, oh yes. It, it's it's cool when everybody
2: kind of vibes like that unintentionally.
0: So now we've kind of built up a little bit of timeline there. So when did like the growth girl- the growth store experience or when did the mentor kind of come into play? When's, when does that start to come into play here now?
1: Oh, okay. So my mentor, like I said, I started when I was like 2013 and I've worked a lot of shops. Like most of my jobs have just been factory shops. And I ended up running into a guy that I used to work with cool guy always had great shit i didn't realize he actually grew his own i just thought he had a good connect and he was actually the one that would sit down with me and talk all the little details that i was you know asking because i do overthink everything so i need to know those little details and he was the one that started or had the grow shop in hemlock he was the one that started doing the subcool thing and he was a good buddy of mine for a good time. Um, but yeah, he, anytime I ever had a question, he'd help me out. I'd help him with his. So like, I didn't understand the transplanting concept, like, because I was still learning not only about Cannabis, but I was learning about plants themselves and root growth formations and stuff like that. So he's like, "All right, come over." Like I said, I go over and help him with his garden. He'd always feel bad and try to give me something. He's like, "Let me just," and I'm like, "No, dude." I loved learning from the guy because he would hyper focus on the tiniest details, and it would show me so much because that's you know kind of how I'm doing it anyway. Um, great guy. Wish I knew what he was doing. He's probably doing something awesome. But basically, 2015 through 17 was crazy. Um, but <laughs> yeah. So, and the funny thing is, we would actually talk. We would sit down, smoking a joint, and he would take forever and it drove me nuts to roll a joint, but they would be the most asymmetrical joints and smoothest easy drawing joints I've ever had in my life. But uh, we'd be sitting there talking about, I didn't really realize it at the time, but because of my mentality and I like creating, he was talking about building soils and creating eco living systems. And then we'd end up talking about, different strains and stuff like that. And I'm still fresh out of the gate, you know, young and full of piss and vinegar about cannabis. I'm like, oh well, what's Jack hair? What's, you know, what those terpenes, you know, what those terpenes. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Um but uh we're talking about different terpenes and what they do and the CBD effects. Um and then he would make a lot of BHO and edibles and stuff like that. And that's where I finally started
2: experiencing
1: different kinds of it that he made because I was so fresh start. Now I just wanted to get growing the plant down before I started messing with too much else. He helped me learn how to make uh, butter for the first couple times. And I went Kilroy on my window because somebody was walking around outside and I re- realized that edibles, not really my
2: bag. <laughs>
0: What don't you like about the edibles?
1: Oh, I love them because they taste delicious and they fuck me the hell up.
2: But I'm paranoid as a motherfucker because I ate too many. <laughs> They're... I can tell you pumpkin spice and blue cheese go
1: together wonderfully. I ate like nine damn cookies before I remembered there was pot in them. And I was in the fetal business. <laughs> for like 12 fucking hours <laughs> woke up the next day drove to work thinking i was sober I was like huh i've been driving for like 45 minutes blinked around my eyes a couple times went, nope i'm a mile down the road i'm calling in. <laughs> that's
0: fucking awesome man i definitely <laughs> can relate man I definitely can relate to that shit, man. The first time I really, really tripped balls on that cannabis, on edibles, was the same. Well, I had made buttered, long story, ate way too many fucking cookies, similar, woke up super fucking high, tripping balls. Didn't last no 12 hours, but I don't think people realize that it can, when you eat it like that, how long it can actually stay in your system. And the more you eat, it really does kind of add up for the duration. Oh, and that brings up
1: a completely different hyperfixation of why does it affect me differently than somebody else? I know somebody that can eat them and eat them and eat them and eat them and eat them. Nothing. I was like, huh. It has to do with how your body's going to digest it, how, if you have, um, oh, what's that one? Nobody wants to talk about IBS irritable bowel syndrome. Edibles are going to hit you different. So that brings up a completely new hyperfixation of what cannabis can do. If you tweak it just a little bit, um, something that helps with most edibles that most people know, Sunflower less of them. uh it ban- bonds to fat cells and else differently than everybody else. So that was something that really kept me focusing. Like, oh, there's something new. There's, you know, that's an interesting topic. What about the food that you How does that Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Rant over. <laughs> good points, brother. <laughs> Very good points
0: for sure. You know, uh, i necessarily didn't take in like, you know, irritable bowel syndrome or stuff like that, but it does kind of correlate, I guess for me in my eyes, when somebody can has that tolerance, like you're talking about, I always kind of look at it and go, you've got, you've got other, you've got other symptoms. There's an underlying something. You know what I mean? You may or may not be aware of is my thought <laughs> on that. You know what I mean? It's going to your back. It's going something else. Your body's definitely your mind. Your body is telling it, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, uh-uh, you're not getting high with this medicine." You know what I mean? We're turning it into, you know, pain medication. It's gonna fucking do this. But I think it. You're right. I, I have had that exact owner
1: thought. I've had that exact stoner thought like crazy, like sitting there staring at somebody baked in my mind going, where did your weed go that you're not tripping on this cookie? It, it was crazy. And, and I truly believe that's maybe it was like, okay, we need to repair this. Like it just connected the cannabinoid system in the human body enough that repaired something or helped with something else. maybe, Or maybe we're all just really fucking high.
0: <laughs> no, I think you're spot on, brother. I, I definitely think you're spot on with that. Not just because you're agreeing. <laughs> Not just because we're kind of agreeing with each other. No, I think you're definitely on to something there for sure. But, uh, so, uh, I guess I, I'm the same way with the overdoing it with the edibles. Uh, I guess why do they make them? Why does they always have to be in sweet form? Why can't they be in like that? I mean, for people like myself, man, I'm just, that's my weakness. <laughs> you know, good, sweet, and they always make them so delicious. So, uh, do you make your oh, own or are you counting on, you know, is this from your own batches or others? Oh, I When I do anything with
1: like edibles or anything else in the past, like my mentor that I was talking about, he would actually give me a bunch of his trim to make edibles with when I was, you know, working on getting my yields up to actually, you know, supply me more than, you know, two months. (laughs) Um, so that was cool. So I had a lot of room to fuck shit up and that's one of my favorite learning styles um, <laughs> I learn more from failure than I do success and I hate myself for the failure. Don't get me wrong. I don't beat my, don't ever not beat myself up, but I learn more from, it. um, but no, but the, uh, most time when I make edibles, like, uh, guy that helps me out in my garden a lot, he does like his, so I'll make them, um, All for my trim, and that's another thing that I love is everything goes to, you know, a specific spot. You know, you can use your trim. The bud, you know, is smokable. You know, a lot of people put the stems and everything else in the compost pile. So, and that goes to my love of organics where I, the way I feel true organics is, is almost self-sustaining. Like you shouldn't have to do too much into the system. so, like I said, that's just one thing I do love. Uh, about um, no, most of the time, I just make my butters. Uh, I got into making coconut oil because I feel like it's good. <laughs> but kind of higher fat content, so it holds on to more THC. Old crock pot method. You know, nothing too fancy. Um no, it doesn't doesn't taste too bad. Uh, I have I have thought about making can of milk. I've also thought about making can of sugar. I've threatened my mother in law with can of gravy because she was talking bad about.
0: I think grandma got it for talking about that can of gravy. Specify that again. Just specify
1: <laughs> yeah, everything. I just got to clarify. I don't know where I disconnected. I would never drug my mother-in-law. It was just for a
0: joke. <laughs> That's about what we heard there. Uh, last thing I heard, my gra- my mother-in-law does not like the gravy. I went, Ooh. well, she just <laughs> cut you off for talking about that gravy, didn't she? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, don't get me
1: wrong. There's times I'd like to. Um, no, it's, and that's the thing about the edibles is you, if you took the time, you can make anything edible. I went on a small hyperfixation, Like I said, edibles aren't really my personal thing. I'll eat them every once in a while if I'm in like a bit of pain. Um, but that's about it. And I got to really be careful. And I'll probably overdo it with dabs just to make sure I don't fucking overdo it with edibles. Um, But you can make anything. Hell, you can go on YouTube and look at what a Bon appetit, or Bong Appetits or whatever some of those shows are called. There's a billion of them now. I know a guy that made mac and cheese. I don't know how. I think he just threw some butter in there because he was an idiot. But... <laughs> uh, it's... And that's brings you back to i believe that everybody should be able to grow this plant at least one two three however many you need to do whatever you want to do
2: for your personal household so yeah
0: so okay do you do anything else with your uh Ah, fuck it. I'm not even going ask that question. I'm getting too far ahead of myself. Back up. Back up, Yoda. Back up. So, I guess we go back a little bit to uh, how you grow. You know, a little bit of, you know, your method, your madness, I guess. So, do you prefer to start from clone? Do you start from seed? Uh How do you get your girls going? I, that's kind of funny. How do you get your girls going, Yoda? <laughs> All right. So
1: at the beginning, um, young buck stage. Like I said, I got those couple plants from the guy for the doing the job, and everything was clone. I'm like, okay, this is how I keep these going. And I'd already always heard that you can keep the plants going by clones because, like I said, I was learning from that guy. Um, so I knew about cloning, went to the grocery store first time I tried it, got rock wool. I got a tiny little fish pump because I had the ideas like in this dome, I'm going to drill a little hole. I'm going to put an air stone in a solo cup and I'm going to humid, humidify that dome that way with this tiny little fish pump and everything but my grape kush died and i was so disappointed because that grape kush tasted and smelled grape all the way down and that's actually inadvertently a really big key of i wanted to taste more terpenes i i wanted to get that quality that i didn't really have growing up um
2: you know so Where was I going with that? Fuck my life. <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> yeah, shiny.
0: <laughs> you were talking about uh, turbines. You know, how you wanted to give what you didn't have. Uh, basically. Geez. Oh, yeah, the
1: cloning and the seeds. Cloning and seeds. So, I was very disappointed that those two grape cushions didn't turn out in the clones, but everything else Turned out immaculate, like they grew roots in like five, six days. And I was like, what the hell? I must have taken them at the exact right time, exact moment of the lunar equation of that damn month or some shit, because it turned out great, other than the grape kush So um, so that was the way that I knew how to start plants. I never really started with seeds until I started back up in 2017. Um, so I'm going in all nervous and once again, just overthought it, over-researched it. I'm looking at, okay, what's the organic way to pop seeds? What's the inorganic way? Um, what are the easiest ways? What is the most successful and stuff like that? Um yeah, uh so I never really got into seeds, but now i I prefer popping from seeds because I got a pretty downpacked simple method. Um it's really nothing but I guess it's a full vacumic acid mix that I just mix with some water, drop my seeds in 24 hours, pour the same mix on paper towel and wait another 24 hours. And I
2: normally have great results um so yeah, I prefer
1: seeds, but knowing if I'm trying to keep something going, like sometimes the differences in the phenos like just makes a room difficult to manage, like right now, my gorilla room has. My Gorilla Glue and Tent 2 have five different finos, three of which are tall as hell, touching the light. So I'm sitting there kicking myself. I waited too long in veg. I like the, my OCD prefers clones. My creativity likes seeds. <laughs> That's the best way I could put it.
0: There's nothing wrong with that. Take some of the work out of it. Uh, You know, some of the pain, heartache, I guess. For what, I guess on the other side of that coin, I have a deeper relationship with my seeds. With With the cannabis I've grown from seed, I definitely have a deeper, deeper connection with than any clone I've ever taken, any clone I've ever taken in, it could be the biggest, baddest cut. You know what I mean? But it's still like,
1: eh, it's,
3: you know oh, what I mean? Is- I'm,
0: still root- I'm still rooting for my team. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> oh, and that, I know exactly what I mean. That seed is always just cared for just a little bit more because you're just connected to it. And that's actually funny because I've decided to, um, I don't know, I guess, take my creativity and just my wonder. Um, I'm going to do a little bit of pollen chucking. Well, not necessarily pollen chucking. Um, I a little bit of breeding, playing around with, you know, seeing what I can do. So I got a couple of buddies that is going to help me out. And they're going to look for cool phenos if I can find one here or not. You know, maybe make my own personalized fucking plant now it won't be my own personalized plant because you know people have been working on these strains for so long so most of the work i gotta give credit to everybody else but it'd be cool to see what i could do with the things that i have um and it does stem from a love of liking to pop seeds because that's essentially all you're gonna be fucking doing but Yeah, if I uh, go on mute, my daughter is getting up and trying to walk around, so I do apologize. She's four and loves her dad.
0: (laughs) No worries. That is nothing to be ashamed of, my friend. That's awesome, by the way.
1: Oh, not ashamed. I just, I have to make sure that she doesn't wake up her twin sister and that's... Yeah, and then they'll never stay or never go to bed. So, but no, they're good girls. But anyway, so yeah, um, I was actually going to ask at some point if I do make any seeds that sound cool, if you would be willing to try some at some point, Eagle. Of
2: course. Of course. Oh.
0: Yeah. oh. Always, Yeah, I've always got uh, room to test something at some point or another. I'm behind the gauntlet right now because of things winding down, but uh, I'm hoping things will change very soon on that. Uh, Man, it would be so awesome if Michigan would just kind of take an Oklahoma kind of stance. Man, even at that, I thought about that shit, man. My luck, I would pack up move to Oklahoma, get all my proper licensing, drop all my beans, you know what I mean? All the strains I have and then fucking they would change something and I wouldn't be able to house that. You know what I mean? Uh, Oh, I know. know? And it's funny
1: how tempting that was. Like when I heard about Oklahoma and not having a plant count I was in the shop going, dude, if you're really like thinking about making this a business, think about Oklahoma. Like, yeah, Michigan, whatever, you know, I- I'm not a fan of how Michigan, you know, likes to play with their, you know, caregivers. Um, but I was telling them, it's like, look at Oklahoma, look at Oklahoma. They're like, what's, hu- what's up with Oklahoma? And I, You know, tell them a little bit, it's like no plant count. You know, it's so fucking young and fresh. And that was, you know, back a while. And maybe one or two of them actually looked into it. Maybe not. I don't know. But the, the idea of moving to Oklahoma, not having a plant count and being able to make anything you wanted is so bittersweet. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I could imagine that because I was actually on the other day when you showed off, I think one of your cases of seeds, that would just be a beautiful arraignment of freaking plants because I don't even know how long you've been collecting half of the same things.
0: time i was muted it's been a it's been a journey fuck i've been growing for 20 years i'd hate to think that some of them are that old but i'm sure there's a few (laughs) i'm sure there's a few in there that old but uh i i love collecting them man it's the thrill of the hunt you know i've always loved and talked about that i like to have what everybody else isn't growing and so I've always found myself for the, one, the ones I purchase the freebies I get or whatever, I'm always inclined to pop that shit first. You know what I mean? Give the little guy. I've always been like an underdog kind of person anyway. So, you know what I mean? I, fucking, I want to give give that one a chance that I haven't heard of that I'm, I'm desperately hoping will be that super fire. So, you know. And they, so, some tend to build up. So, yeah, it's, it, it's been a minute, but. And that's the cool thing about
1: this plant is you literally have an entire memory bank in that cage. Every seed that you look at, everything, that is connected to canvas. And that is a beautiful thing. Um, and the seeds, it's, I've always been one of those people's, like, the main, the main, you know, whatever was hip and hop at that time, Gorilla, you know, Wedding Cake, Grunts, Luricane, Mac, you know, the ones that you hear the most. I never went for those when I was buying seeds. Never. Um, I bought a Banana Daddy seed um, or like a group of them, like one of the first, well, not too long ago. Um just because it sounded good to me and i'm buying whatever seeds i want because i don't buy seeds very often because most of time i just don't have the money and the ones i want are too damn much and i'm just not paying it um but i was like okay i'm really gonna buckle down and get one of these big breeder seeds you know ethos or whatever and i was like all right what do i want no i don't want a run. yeah they're good but i'm looking for you know different flavors and stuff like that. I love it when I give something to somebody and they're coming back going, dude, I tasted, you know, the sour or, you know, the lemon, the grape, you know, and and it's not just everything tastes like lemon. there's always ways that you can make lemon. Um, You had a guy talking about Turpinator on one of your shows a long time ago about the sulfur in Turpinator, you know, makes a lot of things taste like lemon because it puts it into stress. so yeah, that was when I'm looking for seeds and it's funny. Cause I bought these seeds or bought banana daddy. And like three months later, I started hearing people growing banana daddy. I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> like I was almost angry. I didn't go too weird with the seed, but uh, yeah, I, I love growing things that aren't mainstream.
0: So, sure. but shout out to, under Dan there man that cat's loving the that, that uh, banana daddy every time pops on that's, that's the cannabis of choice so we got something that uh, wait, have you popped it yet? Are you running the banana daddy? Oh,
1: that's already done it over with Um, I actually one of the saddest grow moments I've had in a long time is I had one singular seed left and it was just scratching at the back of my head to do something cool with it and and because I was running the nectar for the gods for the longest time and I love the quality and the terpenes that were coming from it all and the flavors and and it really was cool because working with nectar um it, it opened my eyes to a lot of more organics that I just wasn't quite putting more of my focus into an understanding. It's like, okay, this is how it's going. Okay, this is how it's working. And that's one cool thing I did like about running that. Um, but I had this one singular seed left. I was like, I want to do something cool. I tried to pop the damn thing in rockwool, tried to do in a deep, uh, deep water culture with it, and accidentally dried it, and it died. So as one of my recent fuck-ups. But my recent DW or deep water culture in tent three is not doing too bad. So I learned from it, moved on. Um, but yeah, there was some of the cool colors that were coming from it. It was back when I was going taking my wife's really expensive camera in the tents and snapping these really cool pictures and going all photographic with it for my Instagram. And if I ever feel like it again, I might do that. But, um, it was just really cool colors and I love the banana daddy. Um, it's like almost like muffiny flavors. Um, but no, right now I've got the one I'm looking forward to the most is giggle pig. That's finishing out probably in the next two to three weeks. Um, and I'll be posting a bunch of pictures in the next couple of days about those that I've been taking the last couple days. Uh, it's, a buddy of mine, I'm not sure if I can say who he is. Uh, he's a sales rep for a company. He's putting seeds together. He's mixing plants, you know, goofing off. I don't know if he's doing it, you know, trying to make a business name. So,
0: but uh, I got I to uh, tell you, I, I love the fucking name. I love
1: the fucking name.
0: It's fucking awesome. Giggle Piggy. Eh?
1: Yeah, it, it's an heirloom uh, Afghan kush. Uh, it's a master kush he supposedly got from overseas um way back in the 80s or 90s or something and then a orange sherbet um definitely loving the smell coming out of that tent the different variations aren't crazy bad like i've got one that's like a lot shorter than the other ones um so he did a cool job with them um And I would have loved to clone him. He gave me so many seeds that I could throw a bunch of them outdoor and I would love seeing the different variations come from it. Um, Just because, you know, it has that lineage. I feel like it has stuff that I haven't seen in a really long time that might pop through, you know? Um, So yeah, that's, that's the thought I've been having the last couple of weeks, but I don't think I need to be getting into doing outdoor. Um, so yeah, then I've got, I've got a grease monkey collection that I've been doing. Um, well collection, of, I did a bunch of seeds just looking for a mom and, you know, if I want to breed anything together, um, I've gotten into buying regular seeds just because maybe I do want to throw it together just to see what the hell comes out with because i love that guess like you don't know really what you're gonna get you know i'm still like a newbie on that one because i get giddy over creating things like that um like i said that's that's my personality as i love creating and you know making things that other people like as well um so yeah the grease monkey will probably play a big thing of whatever the
2: Fuck, I do in the future. um. And we'll see how it goes, man. Roller coaster of life, you know?
0: That's awesome. So back to the garden a little bit. As they, as them seeds clones grow up a little bit, uh, how do you like to train your plants? Uh, do you like to let them just kind of grow up? Uh, for scrog, seem like uh, as you claim to be ADHD, uh, scrog would fit the bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So,
1: when I first started, I hated just that full plant. You know, messiness. Like it was so thick in the middle. It took me a while to really get into scrogging and I still battle with it, but that is my preferred. So most of the time when I am popping shades, I normally wait until I've got about four or five nodes and I'll take the top one. And I'm really looking at them all the time, just trying to keep one even canopy because that's the best results I've gotten so far for my style. Um, I can normally, I don't know. I like to pull, I like to try to pull a pound out of a four by four tent that way. You know, makes me feel good about myself. I guess that was just a goal I had at one point. So that's what I try to do. Um, and yeah, scrogging and trying to make that even canopy is a fun little game. Um, the gorilla went out of control. I failed that game miserably. (laughs) So I laugh at myself every time I open up the tent, but they look great. They're getting frosty. I love how they're turning out. Even the really tall ones in the back that are, you know, going to be yelling at me in two weeks that they're too damn heavy and need to be held up by something. Um, I, I love how they look. So, yeah, it's – scrogging is definitely my top method. Topping, I uh, got into bending plants a lot, um, low-stress training. I, like I said, if I go in, think of my room, I know how much space I have. Tent one is four by four, tent two is four by four, tent three is three by three. Um, I know how much space I have. I try to keep that canopy, and then when I put them into the tent, because I've got the three tents in the bedroom, scrogging all the way in my head. But I've seen really cool people do really cool things with bamboo sticks. Uh, my mentor would do a scrog system, but he built it with bamboo sticks. Um, so it wasn't as elaborate, but it was pretty dope. Uh, outdoor is completely different than indoor. So I don't venture too much in the outdoor. The only time I've ever done that, it was kind of a failure where it got eaten by bucks. So I was like, uh, I got to learn more about pest management before I really try this too much. Um, and now I feel like my knowledge is where I need to be. It's just everything else isn't. So that's why I don't mess with too much outdoor, but I think it'd be cool to do some. Um, I was telling my wife that I'd love to get a 30 foot greenhouse and take half of it and make it for cannabis and be able to do outdoor uh, scrogs because it was somebody I was listening to on YouTube. It might've been on one of your shows. Um, you, he was talking about out in Cali, you had to be an amazing gardener and they would do the scrogging to keep their cannabis down low, but to get full sun. And that idea just, I don't know. I think it would look really, really cool. Um, so yeah, scrogging's always been my go-to, but it took me a while to find it. And that's, I wish I would have just bit the bullet and tried scrogging a lot earlier in my growing. Um, just because it was like a light switch. Like, oh shit, it's this easy to keep this even and consistent. There we go. And then you learn in the lollipopping and trim the girls downstairs and it looks all beautiful.
2: And and then you get happy plants.
0: (laughs) Happy, happy plants.
2: Happy plants. So...
0: (sighs) I, I, yeah, I still, I tried. I, I get the scrog, I can't do it. Oh, I can do it. You know what I mean? I can do it. I have no problems with running the scrog, but I just, it's a bad breaker for me. I don't like to bend it over, you know. Uh, See, and that I, I guess that that I got to fuck like- with them. <laughs> I got to fuck with them, man.
1: And that's, I kind of cheat in what I do, uh, at least as of right now, is everything sits on flood tables, which goes to my sump pump. So I could literally roll around my grow area in a roller chair and water everything very efficiently with a hose. (laughs) Um, And I don't have to worry about drainage. I don't have to worry about sucking out, you know, any trays. It, it It is such an ease of convenience. It's beautiful. Um, and that's what makes the scrub just a little bit better because I can set it up and kind of forget it. Um, now I will adjust the lights to hit different spots of the canopy throughout the grow. Like my one grow, I think I'm running, I don't think I know, um, Mars Hydro SP 3000 lights. They're two different lights, but the footprint is two foot by four foot. Now I'm a hobbyist, I don't you know make a whole lot of money, so I haven't put thousands of dollars into it. I use two of them in there and I'll just move them a little bit here and there every once in a great while, just so they hit a little bit different. But it it's I have it set up where it works for me, and that's
2: back again, broken record. Love the God. Uh, love the job. Uh,
0: but well as far yeah, as it's... I'm considered, man, the price of the light necessarily these days uh, uh represented a good light. You know. I think you know a Mars light is can be quite efficient, to be honest with you.
1: Oh, I'm uh, not it I've done so much research on lights for people; it's unreal. Um, well, probably not. There's probably a bunch of people in your chat room that's going. I've put eighty thousand dollars into my light research. Cool beans. Um, but yeah, if you know what your specific little area is looking for and how you can maximize it and everything else like that, you know, I the tent itself setup is probably only. 900 bucks maybe if that and like i said i can pull out a pound if i really want to um so that's easy but uh the other tent's got a Mars hydro in it actually that's all i'm running right now oh shit um so i love the results that i get from them they show me cool things that the plants can do i learn to work with them instead of against them you know I've tried putting CO2 bags in the tents with them to give them extra CO2. It, I try different stuff all the time. It's
2: pretty cool. Um, yeah. So, I
0: yeah, I, I definitely think them lights uh, work well myself. I I, I definitely... Uh, suggest something like that for a beginner, Mystic. I am not napping again. I realized my ugly mug was the only one on the screen, so I fucking camera off. Damn, damn. Yeah, I, I noticed Yoda, and I forgot to ask pre-show. There's, there's a, there's two ways around like the box. See, you're a box in my Zoom, but on YouTube. You are you're not even on there. So I realized for about an hour in because I remember I told you before show I'm like man, if I don't if I don't camera off, they'll just look at my ugly mug. And I I kind of agreed with you there for a minute. We got going. I'm like it ain't so bad, you know. I'm sure he's a box, but you're not an active box on YouTube unless. You can choose, like, uh, say that Yoda picture you got as a virtual background, okay? And then you oh, like—that's what I did. the The hunter, the hunter, S. Thompson is uh, my virtual background, and then you cover the camera, and then it'll take you out of the picture. So basically, you can choose Yoda as your background, and then cover the camera and then it makes Yoda your picture. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I figured out how to do that on the laptop, but because I don't ever use this crap. Um so
0: I apologize. Right
1: like but I, I I'm, said, I'm ready to oh, no worries, personality. Brother. I
0: just realized I just realized that like you know probably about an hour into it, I, I fucking, I did the, the description in the show there, and then I flipped back, and I'm like, oh, man, it's just me. <laughs> oh, man, they've been looking at me for the last fucking hour. That's when I kind of flipped out of the background there. Fucking Misty Give me a little shit there, so cheers to you, Misty. No, I'm not sleeping. I just took my ugly mug out of the picture. <laughs> but no worries Yoda in the future though all you you basically got to do is figure out like if you're if it's wanting to use the front side of your camera you know or the front facing camera just put a piece of tape over it and then it will just show Yoda uh, if you want to be an active box that's what I'm saying but no worries brother I'm happy to have you either way radio persona video it's all good. Oh he's gone. Did I just scare the motherfucker off? Did I just scare Yoda off? Come back Yoda. Damn it. There he's back. He's back.
2: (laughs) Cheers Yoda. Are you there? We now return to the regular scheduled fuck-up.
0: <laughs>
1: I, I don't even know what the fuck happened there. Everything just closed.
0: I thought I but offended yeah.
2: you. No, fuck no.
1: I don't think I've yet met a person that can. Other than the wife and she's mad. Um. But yeah. Uh. Yeah, I played around with it a little bit. Like I said, I'm just... I'm more of a radio host kind of guy. Uh, I played around with it a little bit. I wanted to put the picture up there. I figured out how to do that. I just can't do it from my phone right now. So I apologize about that.
2: No worries.
0: All right. So where do we kind of leave off here? So do you uh, want to talk a little bit about maybe... IPM, what you do in your your situation. Uh, how do you handle uh, dude, bad stuff indoors?
1: That's actually an interesting topic. Um, the one I've been thinking about the most. Uh, right now, my IPM is... I won't touch them after week like three in flower, but I just spray every once in a while. Uh, uh, I use canna no not canna mammoth can control um it's got a bunch of oils in it stuff like that um and every once in a while if i could afford it, i'll throw a spray of like lost coast in there um but i've been doing a ass ton of research about beneficial ones um like i was reading and listening to smileys yesterday about uh them spraying plants down with the silica and stuff like that and helping prevent stuff and so I'm gonna be hyper focusing on that and maybe changing that style up dramatically. Um not saying that there's been dramatic problem. I did have a nice little fuck up a while ago and get PM. So I didn't want to battle it. So I made the decision to cut some things and I still cry at night about it. But moving on, moving on. Uh so yeah I Always researching different things. Um, I've been lucky, knock on wood, that I haven't had to battle too many things. When I started out, however, I got a case of the spider mites because I went clone crazy, man. I was one of those idiot people. Didn't think about it. Didn't quarantine. Didn't really look into IPM at that phase in my growing career. Not that it's been a career that uh you know how to prevent that stuff so i get on craigslist of all places get a bunch of clones i can't even remember half of them um and what really pisses me off is i had death star at one point and that turned out to be one of my favorite smokes for a while and i lost it and i'd love to see what i could do with it now um but anyway i got spider mites, battled those little fuckers for fucking ever and that really led me to think, like, hey, man, you really need to think what you're doing, what you're bringing in, what you're doing. So I try to do simple things like change my clothes from the outdoors, you know, that kind of thing. But, yeah, it's always a learning thing. I will never let my stop learning, never stop myself from learning more IPM procedures to better myself. Um Yeah. I'll go as far as put my awesome beard, just joking, if uh, any of you really big beard guys are just listening, uh, but putting that in the hair net just to go into my tiny little tent. So I don't think you can ever stop learning and trying different things and hoping, but I've been listening to a lot of like Dr. Dr. Ingram talk about her pest, pest management, saying some um, different bacteria that helps with it. Uh, I love talking to the K&F guys that know their shit. Um, I got one guy that I used to talk to up in, I don't know. I think he worked in a facility up in Cadillac. I don't know. Or Calcasca or wherever the hell that is. But talking to him was awesome. The little school kid in me that just wanted to learn everything just came out. Uh, he would talk about, you know, uh, my arch nemesis words. Uh, the acid the stuff you make out of milk pretty much um but spraying that on plants and what that and
2: does. And, um,
1: there you go like i said if i ain't got it right in front of me i can't ever remember it. um but yeah he was always talking about that and You know, I've got a dairy farm up the road, so I'm doing some serious debate going, hey, let me try making that from scratch, you know. Um, So, yeah, that's been on the hyper fixation point for a little bit of time.
0: That one in particular has some interest in me just because, fuck, man, it's an all purpose. It's an all purpose, man. It does good oh, for your plants. You feed it to your plants. You can use the SPM. You can clean your fucking house with it. You can drink the shit. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it has so many good uses. Yeah. That's one of the things that hopefully I venture down that path as well. And that's the thing about it too is,
1: um, when you think about that, it's like, okay, if that's, you know, a regiment for, you know, This tent or this tent. When I've been doing going back more into my organics because I've got more time right now. Um. uh, so I'm doing more research on my organics because I'd really love to get a couple no-till beds going, at least outdoors, indoor, whatever. Um, I'd love to get one indoor, just have one ecosystem in one tent and see how long I can sustain it and keep it going with simple little efforts out of my own pocket um and sub irrigation beds just always pique my interest um but i don't know how i would do it indoor the way i want to do it um but yeah look at you know spraying or not spraying but applying the right bacteria on your leaf as a foliar spray is a great ipm so i don't know man it's there's a lot of info out there that's pretty cool and i keep hyper focusing on and I ain't stopping yet. So,
0: like I said earlier, man, cannabis and cannabis cultivation in particular has so it's opened so many doors for me. You know what I mean? In research and wanting to understand shit. Uh, oh yeah, and I don't understand how where the the typical stereotype ever applied, ever applied to cannabis. I mean, you get a man, you did everybody,
1: every group's got a bad apple or two, you know. Uh, it's just whatever, but it's yeah. I don't know. It, I I love, you know it. I love the plant. There's a lot of different facets about it, and you could literally change up to a different facet about it every week and entertain yourself until you get bored, and then do another facet for a little while, and do this one and then that one, and still rotate back to I grew a damn plant that got me giggly.
0: <laughs> I'd like to play that for some uh, people in my family right there. I grew a plant that made me grow go, <laughs> go giggly Because that, that's about it too. That's that's the the basic uh harm of it. You know what I mean? You didn't you didn't brew it, you didn't you know put this and this together to to make your you know what I mean? To make hands. At no point
1: of making was I going to die. No point of creating this was I going to die?
0: Yeah, the neighbors were much danger from something exploding. You know what I mean? It's it's beautiful. I, it is, you know, and I, I, you know, cheer. I'm, I'm glad to see a lot of of the a lot of people be more and more open minded about it. That's one of the one of the few things I'm grateful for recreational cannabis is it did give it it allowed people that would normally even if it was medical give it a, a shot you know what I mean but oh now absolutely. that it's, it's legal well yes it can you know one of one of so. my
1: favorite customers at the shop
0: was this little old lady
1: that probably grew one or two plants.
2: No clue what she
1: was doing. Loved her. She'd get into like old war stories and stuff like that. I was like, oh, it was so cool. And that's all she did. One or two plants. That's it. So, yeah, that I list is already you. pretty short about the whole good things about recreational some days, I feel. But it it's cool that it's opened up so many more people going, hey. It's not just something you smoke in a back alley. You're okay now. Come out. Um, You know, and now it's getting more mainstream. And there are some facets I still roll my eyes at. Like, yeah, I'm too old for that shit. But it's what it is. Um, I went to a grow expo a while ago and just the different variations. That was a while ago different variations of people there were so cool. Um So yeah, I don't really go to a whole lot of like events cause I'm not
2: social, <laughs> but I love that it opens up everybody.
0: I think you did enjoy the events. I think that's one thing about cannabis that, uh, you know, that's, what makes the, this whole YouTube, Instagram kind of shit, that's what initially drove it, to be honest with you, is the fact that I think at some point we either have the introvert trait naturally in us or cannabis, the viewpoints of people have made us introverts. Either for using it or whatnot, it, we've been forced behind closed doors and made to be introverted. I think that's what kind of made the whole YouTube Instagram thing kind of pop off is because you know we were forced behind closed doors, you know, but we do like to talk to people. So if you could, you know, talk to somebody and still have that guard you know an internet guard
2: I just want my you know, little MB- bit of defense
0: yeah yeah the <laughs> little bit of security blanket there Right. Um, I could turn this off at any time
1: yeah 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 yeah
3: but
0: what I, I mean, think as people aspect? you know came out they kind of fell in love with talking with people and I think as the, what you'll find as you go to them events man it, it's very easy to let your guard down and go, man, this is a lot of fun, man. There's a fucking bunch of cool fuckers here. Moreover, now that uh, more and more people, like from chats, you know, these shows and stuff, I actually go to the events. It's really cool to, you know, shake hands, hug in some cases, smoke some of the fucking cannabis. It's, you know, it's a lot of fun, man. There's a lot of great. Oh, I went. These
2: days.
1: I went to uh, Cannabis Cup 2016 over in Clio. Um, And, yeah, it was a blast because I got to talk to a lot of, like, seed breeders, um, stuff like that. I got a whole bunch of different strains to try. You know, I'm walking around with, like, a backpack on just by myself in awe, you know, having a blast and. Like, it sucked because I got, like, a two-day pass. It only went for one day because I got everything done that I wanted to really do. Um, But, yeah, it was was a cool time. I'll I'll say that. Um, Cool conversations all the way around. Um, I don't know. I guess I've had more fun at Grow Expos.
0: (laughs) So, I guess, go down that road a little bit to time, uh, industry kind of late related, uh, so how do you actually feel about now that you're not necessarily, I guess it's easier to talk about now that you're not necessarily connected to any in particular, uh, uh, uh like store or anything like that. How do you feel about you know 90, all the products on the on the shelves being pushed towards uh, growers? Do you think a lot of them are necessarily necessary? Yay, no, overpriced for cannabis. You can find similar or better products. You know more in general growing supplies. What do you think about uh the shit on the shelves? Tell me about the shit on shit the shelves. Shit on the shelves.
1: That is the fucking episode that you should have. Shit on the shelf. Um, I mean, everything's got its place. I can't sit there and say this is wrong or that's wrong. If somebody likes it and wants to use it, then let them use it, whatever. Uh but yeah, I really feel like there's a lot of hey, watch this dumbass buy this shit. Um so <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh It's, that's one dark road that I don't like about cannabis. And that's, you know, if you think about a plant that has the yin and yang, I guess cannabis right now kind of does because you see a lot of people benefiting off of, you know, a simple plant that is really just a greedy fuck. Um, Lack of better terms, whether it be the guy that bought that grow facility or the guy that bought that dispensary or whatever it, you know, that's the dark road in my head. But yeah, there's a lot of shit on the shelf, man. Um, But then again, somebody can come in and say, Hey man, I've been using your shit on the shelf for 16 damn years. I don't give a fuck what you say. Cool dude. If it works for you, whatever, dude, love it. Whatever. (laughs) But I don't know, like that brings me to you talking and asking last night about silicates in the soil in my head, you know, you're putting the sand in there or the green sand, even if you're mixing it into that soil, it should have everything that that would be a self-sufficient way Um, or self-sustaining or whatever in an organic, my head organic, because I'm tired of seeing nine different levels of organic, depending on how deep your pockets go. Um, So I just decided, okay, I'm, this is how organic is. It's going to be self-sustaining, self-efficient, you know, an ecosystem on its own sort of thing. All or nothing, fuck it. But, and even in that field, or to put my input on your question last night. No, I don't think you should be adding any kind of silicate. If you're growing in a super soil or, you know, no till or anything else like that should already be in it. But, uh, even some of the shit they try to show organic people, man, it's fucking just shit. So.
0: My, one of my biggest questions about what comes out of the store come with uh, one of the newer... Now, I'm not even going to say newer fads, but uh, one of the things that get talked about a lot as a cannabis input, and that's, of course, worm castings. You know, uh, I'm understanding more and more I, or that I think that uh, it'd be much... If you're, if you're going to use worm castings, you might as well get that worm bed going now and start getting quality earthworm castings going yourself, because I kind of got this feeling that the shit that you're buying off the shelves is kind of... Because it's... You're buying it off the shelves, and it's by weight. You're paying, you know. They're actually feeding more heavy heavy foods, I guess. You know what I mean? There's more sands in there, shit like that. I've noticed that, you know, when I've got worm castings from a quality source and do like a slurry mix in there. There isn't a whole lot of, you know, gritty bullshit in the bottom of my bucket, but when I go out and buy, you know, an off-the-shelf type casting, man, there's a couple sand in the bottom of that shit. (laughs) You know what I mean? Oh,
1: most definitely, man. Um, And that really gets to where like just research on the company just kind of do if you're going into a store to get worm castings you know do a little bit of research you know what do they feed them and stuff like that if you're going to be using worm castings like religiously like you're the apprentice of worm casters definitely have a good source um and even make your own it's i'm actually in the middle well not in the middle um I'm going to be getting buckets set up to start making my own worm casting. So I can put either red wiggler worms out in my raised beds and have that around because I love using them and you always need organic matter in anything you're doing organically. So why not have them and better off than going out and buying them. So, you know, if you can make your own and make sure, and that just goes along with the whole self-sufficient thing, I guess. Um, You know, my goal is to make my own worm castings, have my own compost. And if I can't get enough, you know, outsource it as cheaply as possible, but still know what's going in, you know, into it. Like going to be talking what, you know, gets fed to the cows down the road if I ever want to use any of their milk for, you know, the labs. Um, So, yeah, that I don't know, like any particular product that jumps off the shelf like holy crap i wouldn't be using that kind of thing but i know i love using the worm castings in my soil um and even if i'm not mixing it into my soil because i don't use it all the time i love putting it into my raised beds even doing a cover cover with it on the top just adding a little bit of that organic matter to it and helping it live a little bit longer so But that is something that I really feel like somebody could be sitting back going, ha watch these dumbasses, ching, ching. So,
0: it's kind of talked about the dark side there. I think that uh, that's the fine line there. There is a, a cannabis community and there's cannabis industry. And it's the folks that are really concentrated on that dollar or making a dollar off of people in cannabis is the industry. You know what I mean? Uh, there's, I definitely think there's a line there.
1: Oh, most definitely. I've met some cool cats that, you know, are trying to do K and F in the industry level. And I love it. I, I wish I could talk to that dude every day, but like, Hey man, how's it going? You fight the good fight, you know, because he's getting, you know, good stuff that's, you know, he's a knf guru, man. Um, like this guy has more info in this than I can ever fathom. Um, but he's up there. But yeah, it's I don't know, it's like not to get too personal. The industry kind of just has a bad taste in my mouth. Like, yes. I would go work in the industry just because I feel like I could learn something. Um, But I can't because God forbid I have a fucking past. Um, So whatever. And it's not, it's some of the shit that they try to convince people is like, Hey man, this is quality. It's like, nah, motherfucker. If you convince them that's quality, that's garbage on your head. That I don't know you can almost have an ethical conversation about it. It's like if some of the stuff that they're actually trying to put out there is ethical, you know? Yeah. They've got these testing programs, but is everything really being tested? It, how well do you t- trust that? That guy has $50 billion invested into this fucking thing. You don't think he's trying to pay somebody off? It's like, come on, man, follow the money. But so, yeah, it's the dark side of cannabis that, I don't know, I don't really like to dwell in my head too much because it's just rich people
2: getting richer. That whole debacle.
0: You know, I'm debated on the whole work for others on that. I don't know if I can be honest with you. <laughs> That's uh I see there's like three possibilities there. That's it's either gonna uh, kill the dream. <laughs> it's either gonna kill the dream for me. I'm gonna be, uh, or I, there's the possibility I could love it. Can't, can't discount that. I could always fall in love with the whole system, find some great people to work with. Oh, yada, yada, yada. Or it's again, it's just gonna fuel you. Because you're not, you're going to fucking hate what you're doing and you're just going to want to go jump off and do it better yourself. So it's either going to destroy it, you're happy, or it's going to fuel you to, you know, outdo them at some point. (laughs) And that's,
1: well, like, like recently I had a job interview, um, at a facility and I wasn't even going in there all bull chested and, you know, I don't want to lead. I don't care about that. Um. I told the guy, helped me out, try to get the um, job. I told him, I was like, I'm cool with picking leaves. It's like, if they're an ethical company, they're not, you know, fuck the environment kind of shit. I'm cool with picking leaves, man. You can see all those trains coming in and, you know, the leads freaking pushing hard and, you know, he's running the room the way he wants. And you're just picking leaves. Like, yes, yeah, sir whatever you want me to do, man. I've been following orders my whole life. It ain't that damn hard. Get to watch all that shit go through there and there. Yeah, it's hard work, but shit, we've been doing hard work since day one. But, I don't know. I don't think I'd mind it. But, like I said, shit didn't work out. It's, I don't feel like it would ruin my dream because I'm the only person that could ruin my dream. My dream is to create something of my own. So, there's a billion ways to do cannabis there's a billion
2: ways to live your life so i don't
0: know i appreciate your optimistic uh outlook there it's pretty refreshing so yeah cheers to you bro
1: I try to as much as I can, as much as I can, I try to, it's not always there, but I got a good support system to help me out in my dark days. And we just try to laugh and make stupid ass jokes. Hell, my son's talking about making a podcast just because most time when, you know, we're goofing off, we make some funny stuff happen. And he's like, yeah, we should put that on the internet. It's like, yeah, that's awesome. Don't dad makes funny show with son, haha.
0: <laughs> but yeah, we always hey, just try hey, to laugh. Always just trying why to laugh. Not? Memorable, moments. Memorable moments. Oh yeah. You know, I always bitch uh, about uh, our talk about not necessarily bitch about uh, you know having to to do the nine five thing so. So uh, long, and when I mean long, I mean, I put in some long days, you know, at some point, as I'm sure you and others have 12 hour days, to, you know, give them, give them darlings everything they need and then some. But as I, you know, they mine have grown older, having grandchildren, holy shit. Uh, <laughs> I look back and I'm like, man, I wish I could have had all that overtime with them. You know what I mean? Having that, you know, like you're talking about, that podcast moment. uh, I think that it should transcend so much further than the game we worked overtime to get them and that type of shit. So. Oh,
1: Oh, yeah. I I got a mile. I got a mile long list in my head going, you're going to regret that. You're going to regret staying that long there. You're going to regret, you know, not playing that game, you know, then. So that's every once in a while, I get a good day in and say, hey, you're not going to regret nothing then. So
2: it's the days we push for, I guess.
0: Yeah, they just grow up so damn fast (laughs) is the other thing too, man. Holy cow, does it go by fast? You don't think it's going to, but it does. Holy shit. Oh, you're telling me, brother? (laughs) Preaching the choir there.
2: But, yeah, I got, you know. So, uh. Man, I didn't mean to catch up. I forgot where I was going with that, squirrel. No, I feel bad.
1: Oh, no, you're good. It wasn't that important.
0: So I actually you know, I'm encouraged, you know, as we talk about, you know, the younger generation, and I guess it's easier for me to talk about because mine are older, I guess. But uh, I, I'm looking forward to passing all my cannabis streams, on, you know, as far as cultivation and all that time. With my children. You know, I and, think and that's,
2: it pains
0: my life. heart. It pains my
1: heart to think about which direction it could go. Like the next generation of cannabis that our children are going to be taking over could be beautiful. Or it could be industry eye or whatever the hell that word would be. But beaten down so far in the industry at every person's got a pack of joints and it's so fricking chemically up and blah, 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 that everybody forgets what real shit was. I, I hate how long it took me to figure out what real cannabis was. Um, and I'd hate to lose that. So it it is beautiful when you think about what it could be, but it's saddening to think about what it also could be. Um, but yeah, I've got an adult child that, you know, partakes every once in a while and, he talks about growing every once in a while. And I love hearing him talk about it. So never know where that's going to go.
0: I, you know, as far as that goes, and again, I have to underline just in case somebody's new to the channel or whatever. I love, I actually like to consume cannabis with my, my children. It brought you know, a whole new curve. uh Back to you know kids, you know uh, at some point parents have you know alcohol drinks with their children. You know what I mean? My opinion, much. Oh, bro, you just triggered a story. You just triggered a story, bro.
1: So, and that's funny because I have smoked with my adult child, Um, and it's cool because it does feel like a good connection between you know you're getting along with somebody, but. One parent could say, I love playing chess with my child. (laughs) Cool. Whatever. Don't blame me for the shit I do with my kids. But, uh, so when I was growing up, my mom must have viewed cannabis like heroin. Anything that had to do with anything cannabis, dare, dare to be off drugs. Ah, Fuck you. Um, Y'all didn't tell us the shit that it could do. Um which brings up all the research they're doing on magical mushrooms. And that's a whole new fucking episode. Um, but she hated it. So I'd always be with my buddy smoking and, you know, I'd either be staying at my grandma's. She'd call me up on the house line. Cause you know, cell phones didn't exist back then. Thank God. Where are you going? Uh, I'm staying at grandma's. You smoking that weed. No. <laughs> grandma's in there cooking fried chicken and giving me freaking. Doritos and Oreos. I love you grandma, rest in peace. Um, But yeah, I hated it. So I'm hanging out with my friends. We go down to the river, we're sitting there smoking and they weren't like really close friends. I literally met them randomly. I was more social back then. And they didn't realize how old I was. I was 16. They were all 20, 22, 23. I was just mature for my age, I guess. Hanging out, fucking just smoking, hot box in the car stopped at the river sitting there smoking somebody called the cops come up to me going do you have an id i'm like nope don't have a driver's license don't have an id don't need one don't drive don't care they're like no you need an id i'm like no i don't they're like what are you doing hanging out with all these 22 23 year olds nothing i don't know just chilling fuck and long story short They're like, well, we're not arresting you, but we're putting you in the back of the car and your mom's going to come pick you up. Like, awesome. (laughs) Reek of weed, everything else. You know, I didn't really try to hide it too much because I was a dick, but she's standing at my grandma's house waiting for me to get out of the cop car, walk up to her. She's sitting there yelling at me. Cop pulls away. Friend pulls up behind on the back corner of the street, turn around, run in, dove into their car, took off, kept getting high.
2: Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Fucking delinquent and a half, just an asshole. Being a It was a
0: Nothing wrong with being a little crazy there back then, you know. Again, I don't know. I didn't think car- cannabis hindered my childhood at all. At all but I don't advocate for young, young use, but. The only thing I
1: think it hindered was the dumb asses that I hung out with. They couldn't get better shit, (laughs) but no, I, I don't see it as a problem. Do I think people can use it as a problem? Maybe take them a lot of fucking effort, but possibly could be done, whatever. If you're buying grabs
0: or freaking dabs. I had a conversation today with somebody that uh, we're talking about, you know, cannabis, cannabis use, how it's becoming more and more, you know, everyday life. And they're they're quick to go, well, you know, the kids today just don't want to work. Relates. I'm like, you can't blame that shit on cannabis. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: You can't yeah, screw you. Blame the old all, people don't want to work. Our shit
2: backs hurt.
1: Shit, the old people don't want to work. You Our know. backs hurt. We're done. No, nope. It, it's not fucking cannabis.
0: You're <laughs> quick to I'm... just still to this day just throw cannabis under the bus for shit like that. They are so set in man. I even had to take you. Usually I'll walk away from a conversation like that. But man, today I was like, nah, 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 nah. nah. You ain't going there. You ain't going there. See, the comedy part of me,
1: the comedy part of me normally wants to pull out my vape pen right about then or, you know be a twat and like stand five feet away and light up and, you know, do a normal freaking business day with the amount that I'm used to. It'd be like, huh? So somebody can fucking function on it. Huh? Go figure. My knee doesn't hurt as much. I can actually get more work done. Hell, I can control my ADHD a little bit more. So, you know, I can get all this fucking paperwork done, I guess. Fuck off. Fucking cannabis. Fucking help. That's or hurts people. Shit. But yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's always that person that can't hold his tolerance. Like going back to that little old lady that I love that grew two plants, you know, she knew exactly what she needed. She's like, I just packed my little bowl about halfway down and I'm good to go for the night. And I was like, okay, you know, you can have that pain relief all day. And she's like, well, how's that? I was like, well, take that little half bowl, make a tiny little bit of butter, except a little bit more large scale because it's easier. Uh, Put that little bit of butter on your toast in the morning Just a tiny little bit Help you out with knee pain She come back in saying Oh, it's gardening and yada yada It felt great I'm like, fuck yeah And that's Yeah it's Going back to it
0: I worked with a roofer at one point That uh, unless you smoke pot You weren't allowed on the road You you were a ground guy if you didn't smoke weed.
1: (laughs) I love my favorite job in the world was groundskeeping a golf course. I know damn well my boss knew how high we were. I know he didn't care. He was like, they're grass. They smoke grass. Who cares? But we would get so much shit done and we had secret paths drilled in the golf course that no one knew about that we'd smoke. Fucking all sorts of shit. It was the best job in the world. I didn't make the most money. I, shit, I barely made ends meet all my life. Why not start or why start then? Fucking, I enjoyed going to work because we'd have fun. You know, it busted both worlds: support the family and get a little have a little fun. But it was chill. I I've done hard I jobs. I've gone into, it. I'm, I'm not even go gonna there, lie. I've it. gone into factories. I've gone into factories lit, but I know my tolerance. I, I'm not going to fucking cut my goddamn hand off. I'm not going to be like, yo, let me play with that. Thaw. Ha, 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 ha. No, it the mundane shit is easier when you're a little baked. So.
0: Thank you for that. I, I view them two things to be the same. Yeah. I'm with you. I think you, you have to bro You have to just, you know, it's so fucking mundane as you say man you have to smoke to just fucking make it somewhat fun or you know what I mean just to get through it and same thing with kind of that factory that's why I don't work that's why I I quit I never tried to I young 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 I gave it a quick whirl and I was like yeah this ain't for me Ah. they can't I honestly thought they can't make a machine to do what I fucking do you know what I mean I can't, I mean, it's, some of them, they were like, and man, that, you, you really can't find a chimp or something to do this shit? I got other, I got more important shit to do. You know what I mean? I and just, that's the thing. I can't like do this. And that's the
1: thing. I've always been driven. Even when I go into factories, I always end up being something else. I'm not just the guy at the end of the line that's going, not bolt, not bolt yeah I was maintenance, I've been operator, you know injection molding operator, done a lot of shit with plastics, like I always push myself and then up fucking it up or finding something better or you know trying to focus on cannabis again and a d h d takes hold and da, da 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 life gives you changes onto the next one. um you know, shit happens, but I've always pushed myself, so it's like the mundane just does not work for me, so.
0: Back to the, the roofer there the, that owned that company. I, can, I asked him about it that day when I, we talked about that. I'm like, what what's the fuck's up there? Because we were smoking on the roof. <coughs> Taking that safety meeting on the, on the roof there. I'm like, so why won't you fucking have uh, people that don't smoke weed up here and shit? He's like, believe it or not, out of all the people I've had work for me, over the years, anybody that's gotten hurt on a roof has been a non-smoker. Guy that's fell off the roof, fucking this, that, every time. Every time. Well, well that's just science, Eagle. I'm like, well. That's just science. If you're brave enough
1: to <laughs> get high and climb that ladder and get your ass on that roof, be that close to your boss, that close of an incline, you're one tough son of a bitch. You should get up on that roof.
0: That's, that's, that's
2: a tough career there. Oh, uh, I know
1: I I had not, a buddy that was that's not fun. I had a buddy that was a roofer and
0: they kicked his ass. But sad thing about that shit is you know, it's because of like, well, as we were hitting about earlier, man, fucking people don't want to work, and especially they don't want to work that hard. So man. A, shingle, a square of shingles these days, you know, especially if you're working for yourself, uh, pays pretty fucking well, <laughs> uh, where it didn't pay so well back in the day. But now, you know, skilled or manual labor is definitely taking a a huge turnaround because nobody wants to, you know, sheer fact nobody's skilled enough to do a lot of it and the other fact, nobody just fucking wants to do it. You know, everybody wants to choose an easier way around and that was my point today with uh, the the younger generation don't want to do shit. I'm like, <laughs> I said you can. it cannabis might play a small hand in that, but it, you, it wasn't that everybody wins. Shit, you know what I mean? We didn't make the kids as fucking lazy. The internet, you know, didn't make them lazy. You know, fucking, there's, there's. I'm a fortunate on a long list, and cannabis should be the last on it. It was my. I'm
1: heart. fortunate enough. I am fortunate enough that anytime anybody says that to me, I literally have the one person that they can meet. I, my stepson has got a great work ethic. I don't know how the hell he got it. I don't blame thing or don't claim anything to it. <laughs> but I got to give him props to it if he's listening. Fuck you, go to bed. But uh, he's got a great work ethic and he's a pot smoker. So, win. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it's... I don't know. A lot of people don't like... I think too many people have it set in their heads that they need to be a chief and not an Indian. I'm cool with the Indian. Like, I might see some cool shit. Might be the experience that I'd need, you know? Maybe if it's... Not to get too spiritual, whatever. Big words. uh, But maybe it's the universe that says, hey, humble yourself just a little bit. But... No, I'd, everybody wants that top position. Everybody wants to be making like 18, 19 an hour. Minimum wage fucking went up. Yeah, pay people like McDonald's. A robot's going to make your sandwich. Thanks a lot. You yeah. fucked it up.
0: That's but, what that fifteen hours gonna do. Well said, right there. It's they're gonna go. Okay, you want fifteen dollars an hour? Here comes the fucking robot. <laughs> it don't want fifteen. Yeah, you nailed that shit. Bro. Oh, dude, it. I, I can
1: have some fun and go down some rabbit holes just from my hyper fixations and sleepless nights. But Elon Musk says that every job in the world is gonna be uh, having it or robot. And he's like, well, we need to talk about global, you know, wages. So they're already talking about, you know, just paying everybody one lump sum. That's what you are. That's what you make. Hmm. That's that's awfully weird. So nobody can make more. Nobody can make less. What the fuck? But,
2: that's, yeah, let's push for that, that fucking was, McDonald's. $30. That's tragic.
0: $50. Fucking that's, that that just made me sick to be honest with you because it. take... In, it just went right back to what I said five minutes ago. Everybody wins. You know, you see you've seen what it's already done, you know, to that generation. And I'm not saying I'm not saying it's everybody, but you know, I definitely think it had it did its damage. Oh fucking. And it. when I say that is it it takes the drive out. If you just gotta show up and you can get your paycheck, you know, in a lot of cases you're not gonna you're not gonna go that extra mile, you know what I mean, to get that bonus or, well that's you know what yeah, I mean. When I was
1: growing up, man, I was making I was working 16 hour days, you know, I was pushing myself, pushing myself, pushing myself because I was like, I gotta, you know, I got kids, I got a family. Yeah, my life is all about family. I love my family, they deal with a lot of my bullshit, so I gotta give them props for that. Um but I was pushing myself. I was 16-hour days. i seen my kids 20 minutes a day. I, I wish to God I can get every minute of that. I,
0: I know you personally. I definitely can attest to that.
1: But, yeah, it's fucking, I don't know. We got to slow down a little bit. And But, yeah, everybody's pushing for that 15 an hour. And shit's going to go too fast for a lot of people. And it's going to be funny when it all, like, <laughs> that's what you gave us. Good job, but I don't know. I don't know where the fuck I was going with that. The square ran off of my thought process. I'll
0: take it. I'll take it. But I just <laughs> think that when it, when it comes to something like that, too, I just think that's what it will become. Society as a whole will kind of just quit trying to innovate or whatever, if that's what you're going to get, that's what you got to settle for. I don't know. I think it will cap, you know, it's really good. Well, it's a lot of, things.
1: I mean, even if you're okay with, you know, having that
0: mundane.
1: So if, you know, like you don't have a job, you can't really better yourself or your surroundings. So like, cause I've always been one, you know, try to push yourself better a little bit. You know, I'm happy with where I am right now. So I'm good with it. It, there's always somebody pushing that button, though. Who's made the robots? Who's making that money? You know, and what are what's going to happen to human life when that happens? But that's going down some controversial rabbit holes. We're not doing it.
0: So, like, <laughs> there's nothing too controversial here. But I, you know, I just I don't wanna, I appreciate definitely. uh showing up and doing the job there's there's something to be said about uh just showing up doing exactly what you told to the best of your ability and going oh away. yeah because i've i've been on the other end of that as well and the long nights of trying to make the company work extra phone calls an extra uh-huh. two three hours that don't pay uh-huh. uh Shit like that, when you went down that road, there's you know, especially if you it's a just a temporary thing. You're just you know, oh yeah. In some cases, that's what it is too. Is, you know, it's a temporary thing. You just need it, one reason or another. It's nice to just show up. Go, okay, what do you need me to do? All right, see you yep. later.
1: <laughs> Give me a list. You, oh, you got the list. Okay, I'm gonna get this done right away. But yeah, it's. Oh, it's, that's life for you though man Different things, different times of your life Whatever you're ready for, wherever you're coming at You know Sometimes you can control it, sometimes you can swear from it Sometimes it's got you by the ankles And you're screaming no more boss so.
0: <laughs> I try to avoid that, that, that That's <laughs> what I'm <saying. laughs> I don't want to yell no more boss
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure every working adult Right now is going I've had those moments But yeah we don't like them
2: learn from them but we don't like them but yeah man it's, it's life man it's definitely been some no more no more days no more
1: <laughs> oh when i was working 16 hours i get like 4 hours of sleep 8 hours between clock out clock in try to spend some time with kids oh yeah
2: yeah so anyway
0: <laughs> Anyways.
2: robot so, controlling
1: the now. again <laughs>
0: so hmm. back to cannabis a little bit I guess uh, so <laughs> how come you we know, do outdoor outdoors up here in northern Michigan I can see you your reservations yeah that's with yeah. it. Uh, it isn't necessarily just for what I consider, um, because uh, necessarily because of bugs, man. There's just so much wildlife up here, man. This year, in particular, man, I've as I drive around as spring, you know, is springy. Uh, I'm wondering, man, did anybody fucking hunt this year? (laughs) Because there's fucking abundance abundance of deer up here in wildlife just running extra crazy. So that's that's one factor I don't know if I could handle up here, man.
1: That's the great thing about having a piece of shit car. The idea of, you know, taking one out because I had to eat tag soup this year um, pops in my head. And then the wife, you know, comes in going, nah, don't do that. Uh, Fuck. Well, it's beautiful up here. Um, and I told my wife, like I would love to have a greenhouse set up because I'd have more control, um, and be able to do a little bit better. Like one long living soil bed is my dream. Like it gets me schoolgirl giddy. Um, having a sub irrigation planner where I literally just fill up the reservoir. The soil is beautiful, you know, add some top dressings and some cover crops every once in a while and just play with trellis netting and, buds and soak in the fabric of my work um and my wife loves the idea because she sees that it makes me happy and then she loses herself after i've been talking for five minutes um (laughs) like every good wife i guess um but yeah and the greenhouse is where i think i would love it because then you can almost do light deprivation and beat the market by just a fraction so i mean not talking black market um shit <laughs> but uh no i and i've done a lot that of
0: research. Applies to, that could apply to both you know that could apply to both. but oh, okay. hopefully not but you no know, uh you almost have to up here man Northern Michigan winter comes fast up here, and it lasts a fucking long. Fucking snowed just what two days ago up here after eighty degree days. Oh man, my dog wanted out bright
1: and fucking early because he's an awesome pet. His dog has to go out at two o'clock almost every day. Yeah, shit, and uh, just oh, convey the land. It's like okay, you're safe, but he yeah two days ago with the snow on the ground then i'm sitting there chuckling when my wife went out later that night because she's a third shifter (laughs) And she's like what the fuck (laughs) so uh yeah you almost have to and i i feel like what's the one thing that stops like a lot of cannabis people that could do beautiful things with just a few plants is the light bill the greenhouse is the way to compensate for that have that outdoor season. Don't get that huge plant. Put that black tarp over it and do a light depth. It's not that hard. Um, a lot of people overthink it. And if you want to go into certain circle, certain circles, um, speaking of which a Smiley's listening, I love it when you use big words, um, <laughs> but they can go into real depth of greenhouse use and stuff like that. So I don't know. I think Michigan, Northern Michigan under uses greenhouses a little bit um, not to mention I've had great quality stuff come from greenhouses, so and fucking Amazon, three hundred bucks.
0: <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty good deal. Well, fuck, man. Uh, I think Harbor Harbor Freight's actually dipping their hand into that uh, realm as well, man. We we just got one. Almost, I should have stopped in there today. See, oh hell yeah You, you want to go A
1: little bit nerdier with it Stop in the same Harbor Freight that probably Does in fact have a greenhouse Um, If not like a little Maybe 7 by 7 greenhouse That's a lot smaller, smaller Than what you need Get a solar panel kit from them Run your fans on solar Bam less expensive
2: Oh uh, yeah
0: Shit, I've known even known a few people to uh to just grow in one of the light, lighter colored like carports that they sell there. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, Oh yeah, I know a guy that
1: I know one outdoor grower I was talking to for a while. He was like, Yeah, I run it all the way up to like September 1st, and he's kind of in a swampier area. And he goes, After September 1st, I'll put it under the greenhouse. I'm like, or the carport. You just got greenhouse plastic once again, Amazon cheap as hell. Um, just know your depth or your diameter. Um, if it's two millimeter thick, then don't expect you know high winds. (laughs) But just threw something together for after September and a nice crop. So, I mean, you're rocking 24 36 plants, you know, a little harder to do that, but
2: this hobbyist freaking person like me having fun with it who cares
0: Right at, right at. at one point I hope to have, it might be I've talked about this a lot lately because of the circumstances um, I may be trying to do it with outdoor uh, probably not up this way though But at least, you know, I'm looking at it as a backup. (laughs) I'm looking at it as a a backup.
1: Oh, I mean, I've been getting into, like, the giggle pig that's going to be coming down soon. I really want to take, like, three quarters of that entire crop and turn it into bubble hash rosin. I've never made bubble hash rosin. I've been researching the shit out of it. Try to keep my room cold. You know, I know you used to do a bunch. Episodes when you first started out um, making your bubble rosin in your big twenty gallon machine there, um, but that
2: that's what I want to do. Deal,
0: huh? ah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers! Thank you for Dude, that. I
1: was I wanted to help people. Like it, I always wanted to help people. If I could save somebody two bucks, I'll save two bucks. It just I wanted them to get to love that cannabis, you know. And I don't know. So try to go back to your original topic. You ever think your brain works like Windows 98 sometimes?
0: All the time.
1: <laughs> all the
0: time. Fucking CDOS run
1: shit over here.
0: I get a buffering <laughs> all the time. <laughs>
1: But, yeah, I used to love hanging out. With, but uh, I want to be turning that into that and try the bubble hash rosin because I've been getting into concentrates. I don't know if you knew that. I know I was big against them. Turns out it helps me the most.
0: Go figure. Really? That's Really? That's a, a nice little topic or subject right there. Oh. Why? Why do you think the extracts help you a little bit more? Uh, I have, I went, again, a little bit of reservations about some extracts, but let's hear why you think they. Why do they have, You think they work better for you than smoking or edible? So, it it really only go,
1: it really goes back to patient by patient detail. Um, where knowing myself is the best patient. Um, because I kind of have more of an anxiety-ridden personality. Um, say I smoke too much. You know, it's releasing different... I love my smoke. I love the cannabis, so it's not like it's a problem, but edibles overdo it. There was just something with the speed that it came on. So it's was like, okay, this is what's going on. Don't have to prepare for it. Don't have to overthink it, that kind of thing. And it was like, My one biggest asset or now asset, um, problem with trying the oils was I was going to ruin my flower tolerance and I fucking did. Um, but now I can smell more or taste more terpenes because, you know, I don't get high as fast, I guess. Um, even though I can fucking pack it away. Uh, (laughs) what's unemployment giving you a really big fucking tolerance? We're going on a trip ah. in our favorite piece of shit.
0: It's fucking hilarious. What?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. The funny part, the funniest story I got right now, um, is my first dab. Um, good friend of mine. I'll say that. I don't wanna give too much detail. Uh, me being ADHD, it was this uh, butter stuff. All you dab guys can be screaming at me on YouTube. I <laughs> can't read you uh, how to make it, but I have no clue. It's just some different form of concentration. Uh, He sh- straight down to the ground. Like, instantly couch locked. Felt great, whatever. Me, got up, started making tacos. Sitting there, chopping up tomatoes and shit. Almost cut my finger off. I felt so good so fast. I was like, oh, I'm going to get shit done now. Bomb. <laughs> Damn near cut my finger off. Didn't feel a thing. I was like, okay, bandaged it up, cleaned it, cleaned it again, bandaged it up, kept cooking. I felt great. So it goes back to, you just got to know if you're trying to go for complete, you know, pain freedom, maybe you need to dabble into the,
2: I took too much, maybe too many times. So so
0: i kind of talk about like i, I don't know i put you together in a weird way but uh so what i just took out of uh, our my assessment of what you just said basically is uh how dabs could you know for anxiety or something like that
2: it's it actually helps
0: thing i view about it's more like the energy could it be like a fucking? It's a mental like riddling for you that raciness yes. is just kind of burning up the excess and leaving you with you know that calmness. Yes, it, it's
1: you know I like slowing down, so it's a concentrated form. You know, smoking is great, butters are great. You know, edibles because. Those help me more specifically with my pain management and, you know, like my knee always hurts, my back always hurts, you know, that stupid shit from getting old and doing stupid shit when you were kids, but the different things and the concentrates, and I think a lot of people might be scared of them, um, but it's that concentrated dose in, okay. I know my body. I like sativas because they'll, or, uh, Indica's because they'll bring me up or stuff like that go for what you're going for and it's easier to do that as a dab or you know a pen even so sometimes per patient you might need that dab or something like that depending on what you're looking for as a patient you really shouldn't be closed-minded um and that's the beauty of and it goes back to what we've been talking about all night and all year all decade it's just a beautiful
2: fucking plant
0: I agree with that, and I, you know, again, I, I agree with your last statement, but I agree with what you were saying before that uh, kind of the intent and what you know, it's all about the intent and what how you're wanting to use it or what you're using it for. Um, but as far as like, like just kind of you know, outside of that, just talking, you know, cannabis or cannabis medicine, I kind of I. Kinda, I I've never really been on board with the the hash rosin to be honest with you. I think it's to me to be on. and again, I think this is truthfully brother my opinion, my thoughts. Uh go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Truthfully go over, the best please. the best it's the only reason i want to make it is because so far everything that i've tried that tastes the best as a medical standpoint really can't say there's too much aside from just know what the fuck you're smoking um so i don't know it simple simplest to make too comes a to factor all you need is iced water and a lot of patience
0: well, as far as the hash though, I We're talking, or I'm talking, at hash rising. You know what I mean? When I, when I, many times I've talked about making hash. It, I think it's it's. There's more. I think it's more of a full body medicine, and I think it's more of a medicine. There's more plant matter there. Okay. That, oh, dude! Uh, you want to go down that road? It, um, it's more full spectrum if anything i've kind of talked about like finding a way to capture what we've lost in the water and putting it back into my hash you know maybe as even i've talked about like freeze drying that water and like reapplying that product back into my hash through like maybe a the frenchy method pressing it back in there making it more of a full full spectrum medicine but when we're talking about, like, extracts and, you know, I think it, it, at some points more maybe, like, for yourself, where you're wanting that more racier, and again, back to intent, you know what I mean? The Having that racier end of it to kind of maybe as, like, we've talked a little bit earlier, the, the Adderall or, you know, the Ritalin type effect where it's burning up the access and you know leaving you in a more comfortable state you want to pull the brakes out you know what i mean you want to pull some of that cbd and you know pull a lot of it out and leave no more racy thing but i think it there's something you just it's filtering 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 i think more if you wanted to again just my mindset skip them skip it and keep it a medicine you want it for straight from the flower i to me i just i this is what i wanted to say and again in a big circle i guess before when uh we started there is i think it's more of a slide of hand thing to be honest with you the that maybe even the rosin press company itself may have promoted you know uh Just to see that river of rosin come flying out of there to go, ooh, yeah. But in in effect, man, it's more of a sleight of hand. You've already reduced it to get that river. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, yeah. There's going to be a lot of factors, dude. You, You literally just look at LEDs in 2013 compared to LEDs in 2022. It the way they advertised the shit was crazy. Thousand watts, yeah, it's like that's 150 watt. It's fucking purple. Yeah, eh. It, it's not bad, but it only covers like a half a foot. Cool. Okay. <laughs> I need 30 of them. Awesome. Um but yeah, I guarantee there's people out there just manipulating the system like that. Um and I mean You went down one road in my head when you were talking about the plant material and everything else being medicinal. There are people that use the roots and teas. Um, I I love researching it. And, you know, I've jokingly, in a coffee in the morning, I've thrown a couple of leaves in there and just, (laughs) I'm a real gardener today. (laughs) But, (laughs) you know, not dabbled too much in it. But um, one guy was talking. Um, where they would use the plant material not the cannabis not the buds but the plant material and mix it with a couple different things and that's what jesus used i was like what the fuck um so yeah dude was, the medicinality of it is amazing i don't know if that's a real word hooked on phonics worked for me um but then there was another road uh, topic i wanted
2: to say God damn it. Oh, I love your show, Eagle. Thanks a lot. Glad to be aboard, <laughs> ladies
1: and gentlemen.
0: I... Pause I there. I thought I lost you. I'm like, there's another topic I wanted to talk about. There's that pause. I'm like, shit, did I lose him? Nope, nope. <laughs> that little hamster in my wheel just had to
2: take a break. His fat ass was overworked. Um, oh, there's a couple different topics that you wanted that. Oh yeah. But anyway, the medicinality
1: of it um the cannabis is a beautiful thing and I love researching it and talking about it. And that's one thing I love about your show.
2: Uh,
0: you were you were talking right before that like the use of roots and all that, uh outside of the normal use. And now uh, you oh yeah, and we we're talking there, about
1: and you were talking about CBD. Um, that Um, That's a beautiful subject. And I actually have, thanks to my wife, Um, she actually bought a bunch of CBD. And I could not, I tried popping them and it just, I did not plan things out. I was so fucking super busy. I didn't notice it. Herm, I was so upset because I was trying to do it indoor. And I was so wanted to mix a little bit, just play with it a little bit just because of the difference in medicinal qualities like yeah you might you know love this 27 30 thc monday tuesday friday but in a balanced system have that cbd in there every once in a while for this or that or that so straight back to you know i I love meeting caregivers that actually take the time and will do different things for specific patients just to help them like that is I'll do everything I can to help that freaking person grow. And when people would come into the shop and have that passion for it and sit there and understand, it's like, okay, yeah, I didn't just follow a fad and, you know, go get a car just so I can look cool and smoke a whole bunch of pot, go to festivals, you know, ha <laughs> um, So that's really cool. And I try to help those people out as much as I could. So I loved having that job for as long as I did it. Everything I learned in that place, no bad memories, whatever
2: it, just was not in the greatest spot.
0: I definitely believe uh, CBD has a lot of good uses. I think it's, you know, I've said this a few nights as well, that I think, you know, it, it sh- there should be at least one CBD strain in everybody's garden just to kind of go through, you know what I mean? There's a huge library of stuff that needs to be hunted on that side as well. And uh, it would
1: be responsible, Oh, the research that... I, I would be lying if I said that I have done what I considered appropriate amount of research um, on what they have done with the CBD plant, um, but, but I haven't. And even the little bit that I have uncovered is fucking oak. It's awesome. Um, there were some studies out there doing shit for autistic kids. Um, I There was a point in my time where I was living on a couch and my buddy house and his brothers were all handicapped if something like that would have been able to help them have any kind of normalcy
2: shit you best fucking believe it boy um so yeah it i don't know I, i i think medically they need to just be
1: given an unlimited amount of number like figure out what the fuck you can do buddy have fun
2: Holy shit! If I mix it with this, it can open up a wormhole. Fuck you! No, I'm joking. <laughs>
0: it's what well, you never know. But I think we should. It, this that that line here in Michigan is very fucked up. Very fucked up, inspired. And it's well, it ain't just Michigan. I think it's more and more as recreational enters that area. Uh, Medical cannabis tends to fall to the wayside very, very quickly, and how it's uh, research and all that good shit. As far as like caregivers, I mean, come on, here in Michigan, we I talk about this all the time. Our hands are very tied on mm-hmm. the amount of usable cannabis we're supposed to possess. Yep. but you you go and you light up another room put your 12 recreational plants over there and whatever you can produce hell yeah call somebody's over fucking you know yeah you're good man call that a medicine you better fucking and, burn 90 percent of that shit fucking <laughs> you know what i mean up the fucking and, doorway hey, of, right
1: and that opens up the fucked up rabbit hole that everybody loves of the government knows everything about this fucking plant because they don't want us to fucking have it so obviously if you're a medical person you know what it can fucking do so they don't want you to have it but you can go up to the goddamn grocery store and buy it for five ninety nine. nobody
0: <laughs> I don't know hey, Dave, and as we talked about earlier is and as you're kind of implying they they knew in the 70s exactly for everybody how healthy it was so that's the next step is you know they know there's as we talked about there's a lot of medical benefit in general to cultivating the side so once they pulled out the plug uh, that they're going to pull out the plug on the home grow. The crazy, you can buy it the crazy shit in my head.
1: The crazy shit in my head is our ancestors gave us this plant. Because you look up the Native Americans that used to have this. You look up the ones in Afghanistan that, you know, used to have it. Everywhere it grew that has a heritage, look up their fucking heritage. It, they knew about it. They gave it to us. And we were like, oh, shit, we can make money off of it. Let's fuck it up. And we're so lost in the fucking system that we've forgotten
2: more than we knew. So, yeah, it's crazy.
0: I, it it never ceases to amaze me how far back that you can find cannabis. Yeah, with, yeah. it goes really? back. How uh, Egyptians? I found uh, literature and videos to talk taking cannabis back to the Egyptians. And uh, basically just hotboxing it. They didn't smoke like, it like traditionally. They fucking hotbox it. They got coals going and fucking just threw oh, a dude. plant planter on there, just sat in the room. Right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> What's this symbol mean on this pyramid? I think that's a Dorito. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's amazing the stuff that they used to do. Shamans used to do it. Um, way back in the day. And like I said, my buddy was talking about a biblical book that I don't know the name of it. I'm not even going to try to thing just in case somebody comes after me or a reference, but it, they were talking about how they use it in, um, a rub or is ointment that went on his body. So it's been around forever and we forgot about it. And now we're trying to pay a bunch of white people that want money to, Hey, tell me what this can do. Let us figure out what we can do. Just let us have the damn plan. So
0: Well, I think, that, you know, we've known that, well, there's plenty of evidence. They've known how, what it, what it, you, what you could use it for, how well it works, you know. Oh, yeah. Moreover, as a, you know, a thanks to organics, I dived down that road and kind of went into uh, like spirit plant medicine. I think it, it falls right into that category, to be honest with it. Because if when you read into that book, it talks kind of like forest baiting and being, you know, as you approach, go through the, the forest, being mindful of, you know, each plant and being, you know, observant oh God, to the ones that kind of call out to you and, you know, making that bond. It kind of, you know.
1: See, and I and I always feel like energy. energy. Yeah, it, it's yeah. I fucking oh, had it. no. It's uh. Look at the research that they're doing on mushrooms. Being able to fix depression, de- fix anxiety, fix your brain. They don't learn that shit. They push fucking dare to be off drugs. They're like, oh, you're gonna see wicked clowns, fucking all this other shit it you know um there's rituals where they'll they will not suggest it for you if you're the faint of heart. like if you have where but you can almost go outside of your own body kind of thing and they use stuff from the earth um it, it's i love hearing those crazy stories about that kind of shit um but yeah it's and it's, it's an amazing thing and nobody ever fucking told us about it. They always told us fucking stay to be off drugs and follow this goddamn dog and yeah, hey, go to church.
0: But whatever. So. All about control. At that I, point, that's, they wanted you to fall in line and, you know, take on their system. Same reason they're putting fluoride and other shit in your own, the water today is so they can control the plants and stuff, Right, and that's... But I don't think that's... And that's the
1: problem is, like, it, the person that has their own cannabis plant is literally one step closer to being like, hey, fuck that shit. Just that little bit. So that's just another fucking reason why this is just the coolest plant. So...
0: I think it's weird sometimes that, uh, again, this... Yeah, dipping into... The conspiracy side of shit, of uh, life and all that shit. I think Hollywood necessarily kind of soft, uh, what is it called there? Kind of a soft release, I guess. Uh, oh, yeah. Gives us a heads up on what's coming. And in this Dude, case, I think it was the, the movie okay. Avatar. they were like oh no 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 oh yeah
1: but no you just you just made me want to know the number of um relatable stoner characters increase (laughs) from like 1995 just see if because if they put more into shows than more and they're more socially acceptable Uh, my mind
0: works crazy like that. I'm sorry. So, what are you trying to say? They they uh, they're writing more towards, you know, cannabis understanding, or you're are they putting cannabis? It, it's
1: into... more money for them if they do. They're figuring it out, but it's they need to control it. It's how I feel anyway. That's why they don't like you know you having more than what you're supposed to because you actually know how to use it.
0: Maybe some truth there. Maybe some truth
1: there. I don't know. My wife calls me crazy. I just.
0: <laughs> I love her. But. Man, that's the fuck. No, man. Uh, that's no crazy. look at. Not crazy.
1: Something I wanted to bring up. I love.
0: Look Personally, at- myself. I love the fucking cannabis and conspiracy theories, man. I'll kick around. I'll give any, you give me a joint, dude, and most and a good will. fucking narrator. I'll kick and, around any conspiracy theories until that And joint that's why goes out. you know what I saying? Most of your following <laughs> are my
1: people. Most of your following are my people just because I know it. But uh um look at uh, and I know a lot more people that are watching your show will have a lot more information, but look at uh the healing properties earthwise of hemp. What would happen if they filled Chernobyl? The, the deepest, most, I don't know what the fuck's going on now. I don't want to get into that. Um, but nuclear waste places, full with hemp. How many years until it's clean? Just keep doing it. You know, work the land, make sure, you know, put Dr. Ingram involved in a whole bunch of fucking potheads and we'll have some shit happen guarantee it um it cleans look all the organics guys are going to you know attest to when you want something in your soil the best place to do it you know putting cover crop in you know putting that stuff cleans your soil makes more healthy you really think the world fucking wants that oh shit we could build houses make fuck you
0: And I'm with you on that. You know, cannabis is definitely a bio remediator. Same, same. Uh, but what? But this uh, is—I've kind of kicked that around too. What? What do you do with it? What do you do with it at that, that point, though? I mean, do you take that harvested cannabis, you know, radioactive cannabis, and shoot that shit to the moon to fucking compost? Or, you know what I mean? You've sucked it, the plants sucked it out of the air. Where, where do you take it from there? Right.
1: But, I mean, there's much greater minds than myself that can answer that question. Some guy in the back is going,
2: Oh, you do this.
1: But, and that's the thing well, is like,
0: you know, but what I if you can just turn
1: 50,000 miles
0: so,
1: of unusable earth into self-sustaining, usable, giving, you know, giving some kind of healthy food turn 80,000 acres into maybe 10 acres of unusable. What if you could do that? You want to go down to conspiracy level theory? It, you know, the human nature is consuming. So if we can stop consuming as much produce more than what we take, if we don't, we're fucked.
0: So I I love these things. I love the power of cannabis <laughs> right here. The power of the sush, Yoda. The power of the sush. So I think I have an answer for what do you do with the bioremediated toxic uh nuclear active candidates. what do you do with it? This is my, my solution. What do you do with it? You fucking extract that shit. you know as you know most of the time the nuclear when they're making you know nuclear plants and shit like that that shit has to be harvested right? they, they have to basically farm it, form it you know what I mean? So why can't they take that harvested hemp or <laughs> cannabis and extract that nuclear waste out of there and reuse it? You know what I mean? Reform it, refarm it. You know what I mean? Extract it, reuse it instead of, you know, necessarily.
1: So, so, so here's my thing. Um, And that, could, would it be possible? And I'm not, you guys can all attest already. You've been listening to my jibber jabber for hours. Holy shit. Uh, broken down into that form and then broken down into that hemp form. Could something not evolve in time to break that down into a poof gone form? I mean, thinking about microbial life and everything else, I'm not saying it's going to happen in 10 years, 100 years, whatever, but you know, something could evolve into some kind of, releasing that
2: could it not
0: (laughs) (laughs) i just laughed because i just kind of think of like the doctor jekyll hyde you know what i mean what we throw some microbes on it. We might not like the fuck comes out <laughs> the other side of that shit.
3: <laughs> they throw feet.
0: Look like ants at that point. They would go from like microscopic to like giant ants and shit. Oh no, the microbes have been set loose. <laughs> this dude, this dude got some microbes
1: um, from his buddy's house uh, turned into Spider Man.
2: But again, good tomatoes. Oh uh, shit! Fucking diversity, yeah. motherfucker.
1: All microbes—they're good microbes. Not really. I'm
0: Would joking. Good thing you might want to smoke that <laughs> <an> <laughs> <laughs> you know there would be You know there would be Fucking one snooter out there That would run out there try M- to fucking mother- smoke some of that shit M- That motherfucker
1: gave me superpowers man <laughs> Oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah No it's it, It's crazy shit to think about I love thinking about it
2: But no it is you never know i i use you know people don't
1: realize that a cleaning power like some things can do like uh my raised beds that i built outside are normally used with my old soil um my girls love sunflowers sunflowers help clean the soil a little bit so i'll grow some sunflowers there for them um you know they get some seeds every once in a while they get to see some pretty shit you
2: know
1: I, i like talking to people that understand you know the soil food web
2: um so to speak and how you know i don't know everything helps it's cool
0: (laughs) so let's i guess let's kind of slide back to the extracts there i didn't want to uh discourage or whatever but uh i'm glad to see you kind of slide into making your own extracts and uh, down that around uh Oh, I hated
1: myself for how long it yeah. took, man. <laughs> hated it. Yeah. I got, I got one buddy that I used to work with. I was, I'm not gonna call his ass out, but I seen his text earlier that I was on your show. Um, he's actually one of the few people that I consider a friend, just because I am just a weird loner person. Um, but yeah, <laughs> he helps me with the extracts all the time. He's wanting to fucking smoke with me. Fucking told him we're into it. Fucking so never get around anymore. Um, but yeah, I hated myself for how long it took me. I just I never wanted to give up that tolerance for flour. I was like, no, nope, I'm a cheap date, I'm cool. Yeah, well, no, you're not a cheap date, and you know, but I get to experience so much more, you know. Um, I, I like it. it's you can even talk about convenience, just running up to do a dab. It does not take that long to roll that joint nicely, make sure it's got, you know. Nice, smooth. Don't get me wrong. I love smoking cones. You know, half time I've always got one rolled up, but when you're on the go, it works. And my kids will attest to me, I never stop moving half the damn time. So, but yeah, it's, I've been trying different things, man, because it, it's, it's another one of those things where, okay, now I'm going to create the plant by playing around with this, that, and the other thing. And, uh, I'm going to love all the people that are so much, you know, more intelligent going, no, don't do it this way. Stupid. Um probably going to fuck it up at one way or another. Just let it happen. Uh, doing the breeding, but then I can take it and go, okay, I might be able to form this type of rosin that, Oh, the terpenes are so great on that one. And it helps me with this and create something that way. Like I said, creative personality. It just,
2: as long as I don't fight it, it normally does cool shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, don't fight that creativeness. I agree. You never know what it will take you. You just find so, where your footing is and
1: that's it. Like, oh, this is the direction we're going to go right now. All right.
0: So when you made that slide in the X-rays, uh. And one of the facts, one of the things I don't like about dabbing is, or so that end of it is just that the clumsiness, the whole, there's that's a whole other thing. You, you know, oh, that kind of leans towards then. it in the beginning for the quick and convenience of it. But then when I started, you know, dabbing more and more. It wasn't the fucking... It wasn't no longer quick and convenient <laughs> when I'm spending fucking five minutes cleaning that bitch before. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know
1: what I
3: mean? Oh,
1: uh, I got the yeah, so Fucking... I'm hitting rips off the fucking seahorse and feeling all fancy because I've got an electrical device to do it. And, and yeah. And then I look like a bitch. Just- <laughs> What's wrong with him? I think he's dying.
2: Daddy's dying! Uh-huh-huh.
1: But... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah it's definitely not that convenient when your tolerance goes up for sure but it's keeping in that mind of don't go too high whatever where you like to be I
2: don't know different strokes different folks different times a day
0: how you like this
1: I uh that's the dangerous motherfucker right there uh, the convenience of that shit
2: that'll make you staring at the lady at the bank thinking you're at Taco Bell <laughs> that's the the convenience alone it's a beautiful thing
1: um, cleaning it's not too bad a little bit of itch but great price I love the three controls for temperature get my low temp dabs in, get tasty, get my high temp dabs in going, shit, I'm almost to work. <laughs> but yeah, I loved it, man. Best 50 some bucks I ever spent. Fucking, uh, I know there's going to be a lot of talk where, uh what is that one thing?
2: It's got great terpenes, whatever. <sighs> I don't know. There's another product that's like two hundred bucks,
1: three hundred bucks, and it's supposed to be one.
2: But (laughs) I spent fifty dollars. What's that?
0: I had that to my tongue, when I squirreled there too. I can't even think about it. The (laughs) The dabco, dabco,
1: yeah, shit like that. Um, but yeah, there you can fight
2: that fight all along. I spent fifty fucking bucks. I'm happy. Uh, it wonderful product.
0: No, like, I you know, cause I'd still do like to dab, but I just don't, dude, you know, like truthfully, for
1: like a dude like you having something like that that you can rig up a fancy necklace, charge that bitch up, walk around those festivals or whatever. Everybody's got a dab, a hitch. All right, whatever. And you're not putting your mouth to shit. That sounds dope and you can there's a bong attachment. So that's crazy. Um and you, you can actually sit there and touch touch the pen to the bong and hit it through the bong so it's filtered. For you, I don't know, man. <laughs>
0: I tried that shit, fucking mowing the grass and shit. I tell you what, I didn't get the nice grass. I didn't get, I didn't get the nice fucking mowed lawn that I usually. I, that makes me fucking laugh as I argue the fact of like working in cannabis, but I guess like leisurely mowing my lawn. And, Fucking jamming my headphones and hitting my dad pen as I mow the lawn are two different things. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. there's many a time says I pop on that thing, then go back and look at the lawn. I'm like, God, you I, got I swip, every, I'm weaving over that lawn.
1: <laughs> every dad in the chat's like, no, no, blunts or joints for mowing the lawn. No get the crisp lines. <laughs> no, not do a damn shit
0: when you're mowing the lawn. <laughs> Uh, Oh man Well yeah It depends on who you're asking They're pretty convenient uh, Although I do like good fatty for the blonde as well But
1: The right patient (laughs) The right patient just wants to get From zero to a hundred Fucking hit that as long as they want And then every 45 minutes to an hour doing manual labor They want to you know Take another little rip whatever That seahorse works great for that. (laughs) So, I I know when I'm middle working hard in my yard, I will get so high that the kids will come up and go, Hey, what are we doing? I'm like, Is it
2: Thursday? What? Who are you? Like, I got weeds. Get up. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It just helps me keep me going when I'm doing manual labor. So,
0: So, do you have a deb uh, or a rising press in mind, a in particular model or brand? I have not. The
1: prices of them scare me because I'm particular. Like the good buddy that I used to work with, he is offering once I make bubble hash that we're gonna get together. He's, you know, I'm gonna give him some. I he didn't even have to say that. I was like, dude, I'm gonna give you a bit. Like more than you think that I'm going to give you shit um, just for helping me out but he's got a press I'm not sure which one so we're going to make the rosin out of that so it's going to be cool um, see a buddy for a minute and do some shit uh, he's had so many different extraction systems like I don't know he likes to joke around and say that I'm you know his every time he sees me fucking uh, master grower or whatever and, but he's the fucking extract guy like anytime I ever had a question to him. So um, we're going to get together, but it, the press is just, I would want one where I can set the pressure so I can control the pressure so I can write down my results going, okay, this gave me this return. This gave me that return. Um, and I would need one for temperature so I can write down, all right, this temperature and this temperature. And I feel like that process would be so fucking long and going over to a buddy's house that knows what the fuck he's doing um, and smoking up with him and having a good time is... A little bit better. I don't know. So fuck buying a press for right now. I'm not pressed on it. They're too much. Well,
0: oh, I don't blame it. I don't blame me. It sounds like a better day anyway. So <laughs> well, it's, yeah. You,
1: you've you been, you know, you remember, you know what, them hours are like mixing the fucking bubble hash and then the fucking press and hash that. Fuck that. I'm going to go have some fun with it. You know, I mean, if I'm making so much that all three of my tents are rocking out, you know, I add another tent or whatever, blah, 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 get back into my rotation of every two to three weeks pull down. Maybe I'll look into one, but other than that, I'm just
2: going to chill. Almost
0: made, uh, the extracts, I things. things not so appealing for myself because if, uh, as you say, it is sometimes washing can be a lengthy process, you know, sometimes it's not always a lengthy process Dude. at least for me. But I've let material bank for so fucking long when I know I bust when it's time to bust out that machine, I know I've I've got a load of work to do, so I've kind of and,
1: and here's here's where I'm going tried. at it, Eagle. <laughs> here's where i'm going at it um i'm setting up trash cans and i'm gonna sit there and i am going to hopefully have some mushrooms by the time i'm gonna zone the fuck out do it all manually and everything is going to be going straight through my sump pump so i'm not dealing with bending over and picking up buckets and shit um it's all going in a 20 gallon wash and i'll wash it two or three times and be done with it uh the five gallon will have a drain on the bottom of it so i can dump you know, 20 gallons through a five gallon strainer, nice and slow as, you know, my apprentice sits there and spins the shit. So I'm trying to develop a system all my own. That's chill. (laughs) It might not be the best. It might not be the biggest yield, but it's going to be chill. Um, And I just, it's going to be so time consuming. I feel that uh, I'm definitely going to want to take some mushrooms and just enjoy that journey. (laughs) Mundane shit. Add mushrooms.
2: (laughs) Have fun.
0: I I definitely like that idea of having the sub pump right there to extinguish. But you know, it said the and the same aspect of it, uh, man, that shit fucking uh, is so very beneficial for like shit just throwing out in the lawn. And it, or just feeding your cannabis plants, man. I found that it really will help spike your terps.
1: Well, thanks for opening up that gateway, Eagle. Nah, I gotta fucking look that up. No, uh, um, actually, that's not a bad idea. Um, because technically, if I'm just draining it out, I can set something up where I just store it and then bucket it upstairs into my lawn or some shit or I could just fucking do it in my garage <laughs> actually that's not a bad idea fuck
0: it's everything your plants love
1: <laughs> if my wife is listening and I start building shit <laughs> no, no um, yeah so uh, that's actually not a bad idea and I'd love to see what it could do I got brown spots in my yard all over the place I- I'm a horrible dad for all oh. you Nike white tennis shoe wearing dads with the stripes in your yard i envy you because i've worked at golf courses but fuck i can't achieve that
0: but that's funny you can't <laughs> say that except i've always joked about uh my lawn or my area kind of fucking is a telltale because of fucking when i moved up here that i had that uh Very much almost no to northern Michigan lawn there where mainly sand, you know what I mean? Very thin, very thin, thin lawn. Didn't necessarily have to mow a whole lot. I moved in and fucking started uh, dumping cocoa and shit out in the yard. You know, you drive it down my street, everybody's got that like thin, Sandy lawn and then you get to my house and are like, that, that dude's actually got
1: some more lawn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it, mine is work in progress. Um I just found out that one place in fucking Houghton Lake uh exists where you can get free compost. Do I trust what's in it? No. But will it go on my yard so I can grow some grass? Fucking sure. Um but yeah, I got tons of fucking sand
2: everywhere and drop Brown spots. So.
0: So are you going to dive down that? Uh, how deep are you going to think find, think you're, you'll find yourself diving down the organic trail? I know myself, when I thought about it or even considered it, I know sometimes when I, I get into stuff, I tend to go, you know, all in, and one of the reasons I'm—I was always has my my reservations about the organics is, I'm afraid at one point there will be. <laughs> You know, every there'll be a bucket for worm castings, there'll be a bucket for the pakashi, this will get recycled, mm-hmm. this will be compost. Oh, yeah. and anybody that lives with or near me will be like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> my, you see my, <laughs> I ain't doing that.
1: <laughs> see, yeah, um that my wife will laugh at me. Uh she says I work in extremes, I guess. Um, but when I do, you know, want to do something, it I do get fucking extreme, dude. I've been in the probiotics group when they've talked about using uh, dog urine and, you know, people urine and people feces and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, all right, there's there's my close line. Like, I can understand why you're doing it. Am I going to do it? Probably fucking not. Um, would it hurt, help my lawn something I'm not eating? Fuck yeah cool shit whatever um for my cannabis um i would love my dream right now and it's i know it's easily accessible a lot of people like oh that's not that fucking hard i would like a couple of fucking uh well like my entire grow pretty much going on sip container raised bed living soil you know complete environment systems that i have very minimal input um, like I said, a little bit of cover crop here and there, some composting, you know, be all sorts of uh special about it, but self-sustaining, like that would be a goal. If there's a bigger world beyond that, yeah, awesome. Maybe I'll nerd out about it, maybe not. But right now, that's where I would go. Um, yeah, there's some shit, like I said, probiotic, you know, people, dog, cat, urine, feces, that kind of crazy shit, but you know going out in the nature and grabbing what it does utilizing that and nothing wrong with that. But, uh, no, my, my buddy, he used to make Bukashi. Oh, uh, he made a five gallon bucket. I used to work at Jimmy John's and I got him a whole bunch of those pickle buckets. He drilled a whole bunch of holes. He would put every single kitchen scrap he had. So he had two buckets, one inside the other one would collect the liquid that came from it. Um, had a tap on it. It was really cool. He'd put meat scraps in it, all sorts of shit, and sprinkle bukashi on it, and they would just drip down into it. And, you know, I'm sure everybody that's looked into bukashi's heard about it. So, um, but yeah, it, he'd break down meat, and then he'd feed that to his plants. I was like, no fucking way, you can break down meat. Yeah. And the process was a lot quicker, and it was just really, really cool to think about. It's like just on a waste level. And like, if you're using that for your plants, that's. You know, that's my end game, making its own
2: food or cool fucking additives.
0: Yeah, that's been a a wild road right there. uh, And again, you know, organics is a fun, fun topic. Not only, you know, it's very insightful on how you grow your plant, but necessarily how uh, shit correlates with you you know, and, and directly. So one of those revelations for me has been uh, sugars, you know, you know, I, I, until I went deeply down into, you know, organics, my most I ever gave a shit about sugars is my intake, you know diabetes worries and shit like that. Too much sugar is bad for you. Blah, blah, blah. And you get into organics and necessarily want to understand how the plant works and you figure, well, fuck. Sugars have a huge play throughout the whole system. And where I found it was scary. It was like in the Bokashi like set up, man. Five pounds of meat? Brown sugar. <laughs> Come back in a fucking day. They we'll be a joke. And I'm like, oh, no, sugar. <laughs> so I don't know, man. It's crazy how, you know, shit correlates back and forth between planes, organics, and you. It's a weird cycle.
2: Oh, absolutely. It's, it's
1: beautiful seeing how it all works. And, you know, we were all that stoner kid in the freaking high school that, you know, is like, yeah, teacher, go ahead and spew your shit about this, this, that, and the other thing sorry stepping outside um but yeah uh now we're finally understanding it and it's all breaking down to figuring out it's like oh it's all tied back to this 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 and this and it's like oh you're putting that in your body too oh shit so it's, it's pretty cool how one little freaking plant that makes you giggle can open up completely different
0: worlds It is, too, man. It's a hell of a ride. It's ever fucking uh, ever shaping, too, because every time I think I've hit a plateau and maybe possibly bored with the plant, something comes along to reinvigorate uh, me with my cannabis journey. It being, you know, breeding, hash making Podcasting, yada yada yada. There's always been something new to make me kind of root, fall back in love with the plant.
1: Oh, absolutely! Uh, It's conversations. You know, you're doing research of it. You know, you're taking time out of your day that you're doing anything else. It just it shows the love to have, and that's. I'm really hoping that the next generation doesn't lose that. You know, it's it's not just about the buzz. It's not just about the bud. The fucking plant's pretty fucking cool too, man. Check it out. But you know, we'll see how it goes. So, if you hear a, yell, a lot of yelling, my dog likes to chase a possum that likes to terrorize my yard. So,
0: <laughs> get that some bitch. Eat it.
1: Oh, he's the weirdest fucking dog. Like I said, he likes to come out here and just check the perimeter and shit like that. And, He's seen a possum. He grabbed it by the neck, shook it like three times. And like, I thought, okay, he's not going to let this animal up. Nope. Let it up. Come sit by my lap. I was like, okay. Five minutes later, possum ran the fuck away. I was like, no shit. Cause I, I know they're ugly, but whatever, but they are part of an ecosystem. Like I hunt deer. That's my ecosystem. Damn thing was just trying to get some food. So. Not too big of a deal. You
0: sat back, it was like,
1: he's been warned <laughs> got his, he has not come back dude i i've seen something that looked that large because there's a big-ass possum down the road he has not come back that and that raccoon that kept coming in my goddamn garage or my garbage Bucky. so i don't know he's goofy up, but we all got our companions
0: raccoons can be a fucking crazy, man. The last house, man, I had a, a bout with a crazy raccoon that found his way in through like a porch soffit and uh, made it into the house. So basically, there was, he found his way into the porch soffit and was able to get in between the... Uh, the first and second floor, you know what I mean? Uh, Just went through the floor cavity right there, and found his way right to the pantry, which just happened to have a drop ceiling in it. So he had found his way directly into the house uh, a couple of times and was (laughs) very not fun to deal with. Uh, Yeah. They can be very, very feisty. I do not suggest warning. Nope.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Had to yell the dog for a sec. No, no. I,
1: those raccoons are not anything to play with. Uh, I remember uh, I went up north one time. We went up to the UP. Beautiful country. Anybody out of state that has not come through Michigan to at least see the UP once? do it um but uh we we're up there baiting for bear because he was a bear hunter um and there's a raccoon that came in because we did some fishing got some perch and stuff like that and we skinned them we we're frying them up bigger raccoon than um our golden retriever at the time just huge monstrosity and they all just kept throwing shit at him trying to hide behind trees trying to get this one raccoon that was just brave as shit they will fuck you up <laughs>
0: Yeah, they definitely uh, You know what's funny is uh to make this story funnier is I ended up uh, cornering that fucker and thinking <laughs> I had to laugh because I'm like seeing it in my own head. And hopefully you guys think it's as funny too fucking basically uh,
1: so <laughs> dude I've seen a dad in pants before
0: this... and that's what I'm imagining oh man so no no the we've had so we we know there's a, a, a stray animal getting in the house okay but we haven't caught it yet we don't know what the fuck it is right okay so <laughs> <laughs> We happen to be watching TV this night, and we hear a little something, and I'm like, nah, you guys are crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and sure enough, we fucking hear a little bit of noise, and they're like, is it? There's something in the fucking page. Something in the fucking page. And I'm like, no way, it's it kind hear it. We've got bifolds. Uh, you know, it's a four-foot opening. There's two sets of bifolds there. And you can hear it kind of like gently you know, bumping up against the bifold door. Oh, shit. It is in there. I'm thinking what the fuck you going to do? You know what I mean? So... <laughs> I have you know a, a couple options here. So I, I can't I'm not gonna go get the shotgun. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not gonna open the fucking blow hole through my fucking wall for whatever animals in here. So I'm thinking gun is not a, not my necessarily first Option. Oh, he's gone. Some bitch. Hopefully, he comes back. I'm gonna give him a couple seconds. To see if he comes back. All right, you're back. Can you hear me? Yep. Can you hear me, Yoda? Yeah, I got you. Here you go. So, what I fucking think I'm gonna fucking do stoner moment. Like I'm fucking, um, fucking uh, ooh, Robin Hood or some shit. I think <laughs> I'm gonna fucking grab the crossbow. I'm fucking <laughs> take this bitch out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not
1: trying to Bad be righteous, idea. but I just came up with a think of Chinese stone-eyed eagle coming after some shit with some crossbow.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: so uh, obviously I miss <laughs> and now have you are, you what I less learned here you ain't got time to reload a crossbow when a uh-huh. fucking raccoon chasing you around your fucking kitchen. <laughs> 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 so uh, yeah raccoon wins uh, round we, we, one we call
1: that dad panic. we call that dad panic because we went in with such ferocity and just I know this will work attitude and when it doesn't we squeal like bitches
0: <laughs> oh oh yeah it was quite the entertaining Moment there, that's for sure. One of the moments. I'm glad my fucking kids didn't have cell phones in hand and ready. (laughs) I
1: fucking know, right?
0: I know, right? Those kids. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I. I I love my wife. She. She's really adamant. Every year we go up, we do something. This year we're hoping to go to Virginia, but you know, looking like it's not. We we spend time outdoors. We get them. You know. Put that shit down. So they're young one day. They might like throwing a rock at a tree and accidentally banging their sister in the head or whatever out in the middle. Later on, they just remembered having fun out there. So
0: that's the goal anyway. Cell phones definitely made me grow up. So I'm definitely a very big kid at heart still. But uh, man, as my kids grow up, grew up and had gotten cell phones, became very quick with that fucking recording. Man, I stopped being uh, <laughs> a little less silly all the time because I was fucking very much afraid of being the next fucking meme doing something fucking stupid <laughs> around the house and shit. I I just. My kids know better to put me online,
1: <laughs> but, uh, no, was, I I, I, love doing crazy shit. Like there's a lot of times where I will purposely miss say words to piss off my wife, just to give the kids something to laugh at. Um, she hates me for it, but I love doing that crazy shit. You would never see my ass online though. <laughs> but yeah, I, I love it when my kids just, I got two kids personally that love the fucking outdoors like you can put them outside no shoes on that's swear to god you teach them how to meditate and they will be oh, nah, 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 nah. whatever but really earthbound children and i love that about them and like it's really admirable um
2: and the other ones still love being outside too so at least that gets to keep going on in their generation time
0: good too for them on that Man, I you know I I look back at my childhood and like versus today's and I'm glad. I'm a hundred percent glad I didn't have a cell phone when I was growing up to be honest with you. Um, it, I was like
1: me and my wife's you know end game after retirement is roam around the country, get a houseboat for a while, see shit, don't necessarily have the biggest biggest shit. Um so you know, nature is kind of a thing that we've always loved teaching the kids cause we've loved it. So, you know, one day they'll get to go traveling one day or I don't know, hopefully they're not behind screens all their life.
0: You're going to fucking, uh, I, I want to see somebody living the dream that you're, you're talking, but uh rig up like a, <laughs> a greenhouse on top of uh you're traveling home there, it would be fucking awesome to see. Some Oh, brother, you know, have you seen
2: me. the shit?
1: Have you seen the shit that they can do with school buses? That would be easy as hell Good. to do. Cut off the top of that motherfucker, Put it, the tops of the plant would be the only thing hanging out of it, catching the sun's rays all day, chilling. You just have a couple pots on a shelf. <laughs> yes, it'd
0: be even... Just as cool just to have like a pull behind. Oh, that'd be fucking awesome! Like a pull behind a <laughs> fucking greenhouse.
1: <laughs> I would have to have a VW bus pulling it. You would have to have the hippie VW bus pulling it, or else it would mean nothing to the joke.
0: Man, I can't. I think they would love it. Oh, moving around angles of the sun and shit. I think they would be happy as hell.
1: I think there'd probably be a couple weeks that they'd be like, "Hey, um, what the fuck?" But yeah, it's
2: a plant that sees America. That's fucked up,
1: dude. All right, I want to see one of Eagle's followers take one plant to every fifty states.
0: (laughs) Kind of like a, what was it, a flat Stanley a flat Stanley plant. Okay. yeah. Take pictures of it everywhere. This is yep. me my plant at the Grand Canyon. This is me my says, plant. Welcome, to <laughs> Welcome to Missouri.
1: Welcome to Missouri. Welcome to freaking Florida. I I want to see it. That'd be awesome to see. No, but we're, we've talked about it all the time where we'd like to, there's some really cool stuff that you can modify vans and buses and
0: just travel, so. I it would fucking... I, I, you know, I think I really like the idea of, like, the fucking the pull behind the greenhouse there. Fucking just blew some pots to the bottom of that motherfucker so they roll it around. Modify a pop The force and shit may bring out something we've never seen in shit, You know what I mean? Drive that bitch around the fucking... <laughs> Racetrack
1: for 12 the hours. Gorilla day growers, and shit. The gorilla growers are going
0: <laughs> the to shit right now. the gorilla racetrack turps
1: and shit. <laughs> no, t- modify a uh, pop up, it's already got a hitch on it and everything else. There you go.
0: You, you, you them have how AC popular. Fucking- how would you do that? How would you, like, the truckers had the arm movement where you give all honk the horn, but what would you do when you fucking see them, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the pool behind Greenhouse's passage?
1: Yeah, like, whoever's uh, then, driving to
0: follow that motherfucker, he's got the good shit. That seems like that'd just be a fucking stoner traffic hazard right You there, know damn man. well you'd you end up on the Did I
3: just, what?
1: You would end up on the list. That'd be awesome. Be like the Forrest Gump of he ran across state. No, he drove across state with a working greenhouse, planting every state except for Alaska because nobody likes Alaska. No offense, I love Alaska. It'd
0: be so awesome.
2: That would be cool shit to see. Somebody's
0: got to do it. That'd be
2: that awesome.
0: that
1: better end up on somebody's bucket list, and they better fucking forward me the email.
0: <laughs> I'm no, you can get away with it in a lot of states just because they wouldn't know they wouldn't know how to handle it. So, <laughs> I don't know. We don't we don't I mean truthfully if, right. truthfully if you did everything right for
1: this Truthfully if you did everything right you know did right steps and paid off the right pockets it's doable. But think about it maybe 10-15 years. That'd be cool as shit. If every state went legal and didn't give a fuck and they're like, whatever, we're just done giving a shit. It's a plant that makes you giggle. Um, But that'd be cool as hell. I remember smoking this in a back alley.
0: Man, that would definitely... uh, (laughs) That would definitely make some of the mobile home parks look a lot lot cooler, I guess. See everybody just pulling. That would be a fucking cool-ass event right there. Everybody pulling with their fucking RV and their pull behind okay. greenhouse. And, you know. So
1: somebody needs to patent this idea and then sell it to better the environment. You make billions. There you go. Thank you, Eagle. Send him a check. I'll take it to your cash. <laughs> <laughs> Eagle's like, shit, I was just smoking, uh, talking to this weird dude, and I got a check.
2: Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, that would be cool as hell to do, man. It should be like
1: I went to every state and met every person that was okay with meeting a random stranger on the internet, um, Eagle fan. That'd be a cool message board. Oh, I forgot It'd to tell you, Eagle. Ever. Eagle, That's it, bro. remember a while ago you gave me five seeds of sangria? I finally got around to popping them. I like it. I got, I got three of them bitches going. They're like eight inches <laughs> tall, so I don't know yet. Youngins. But that is that one's going to be an interesting one. I. Cause anybody that's looking for a nutrient line, um, I've been running cutting edge and it's actually fucking pretty decent. If you don't care about bottle shit, um, good flavors, easy to use. Um, I know that dude that you were talking to the other day about nectar and he's all about his flavors. You know, I ran that shit for years and dude, that many fucking bottles, that many price and you're always getting pulled. Like I've got nothing to say about the line, but you're always getting pulled. It's like, that's too much shit. And it's still a bottle. Um yeah, it taught me a lot of cool shit um about organics because they do use organic methods. Um but yeah. Anyway, I switched over to a couple different things because giving a fuck as much and having great results. So
0: sometimes I I debate that as well, you know. Uh how much can you really dump into your cannabis? You know what I mean? it and, and still be feasible you
1: know, well I'm also not out here
0: you know, purchase <coughs> the shit, you know what I mean you're gonna dump out uh, you know an outrageous amount of money into inputs co2 etc 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 you know, I don't at that point, you know. It,
1: it's all about what you're comfortable with it's all about what you're comfortable with I love nectar. I've got nothing bad to say about nectar. Uh, It's just too much fucking money right now. Um, But if I want to go my organics, I'm going to go all or nothing. You know, I'm going to put a bunch of money into it. And until I have a bunch of money to put into it, you know, I'm not going to waste my own time. I will kick myself in the ass every damn day if I go, yep, I knew I should have bought that $30 bag. Whatever, fuck off. But.
0: So, uh, you know, again, I, I, so what do you think it, you found a better replacement? Do you think other things work as good? What do you think I'm, I'm not saying parts? better. What do, you, what do you think of the two parts, the drive, madness?
1: I, what think there? There's pros and cons to every, uh, all of it. It's yin and yang. Uh, you know what we've been talking all night, good side, dark side, whatever. Um, but uh it's, I personally feel like outdoor organics is the way to go. Especially if you're not doing on your greenhouse, what happens when you get rained out? I mean, yeah, you just flushed out a lot of salts. Awesome. Hopefully those salts didn't go into your fucking ground and kill that spot. But, you know, you're going to have to feed again. You might have deficiencies and, you know, slow of growth. The plant can't do what it wants to do at that particular time. Cause Hey, it's been raining for three fucking days. How are you going to feed, you know, a plant unless you build something, which some growers don't want to really do. um, But how are you going to feed it when it's still raining through the pot system? So why not organics where it can use it and still break down once the rain stops, you know, continue doing what it's doing. Um, I think if you're doing commercial that you kind of have to do, you know, the bottle, um, Just because you can have better control, so to speak. Um, okay, I want you to do this and I want you to do this. But it's a cool way to look at what you can do to it, just like the organic, when the plant wants to do. If you look at like I just watched a web episode of Dr. Ingram, and literally she stated, uh yield will come when you know all the bacteria and all the microbes are right in the soil and everything's balanced and You know, when you have a perfect system, Um, it's interesting to see what the plant will do on its own like that. So I like seeing both ways. Um, I don't mind seeing it. I'm also not here pushing, you know, 31, you know, or 3.1 EC all day, every day, you know, hoping for the biggest and brightest. And then, you know, just pushing it all the way to the end, chopping down and then going straight to jar. So I try not to push, you know, too high of ECs. I like to plant to do what it wants to do. You know, I will push a little bit here and there. But um, the one thing, you know, running Nectar taught me is I love pushing calcium. Um, Smiley can come at me and go, well, why back me up some scientifics on it? I don't know. Shit smells good. Tastes good. Plant seems to like it. So that's what I like to do. So when, you know, the nutrient line that I'm running now, came in and said, "Well, we like to push calcium? I'm like, Oh, you have my attention. I'll give it a try. And they gave me a free sample and I tried. It. I'm like, not bad. All right. Let's see what I can actually do when I'm giving a shit. So I don't know. I just, I like running experiments. Maybe that next thing is what's going to do. Maybe that extra amino acid is what's going to take just smiley's, you know, episode last night about the Fulvix, the aminix or the aminos and everything else. Um, I'm probably going to get some full power and stuff like that to incorporate with some of my foliar sprays, which I don't necessarily tend to do too much. So I don't know,
2: but it definitely fucking made sense. That's for sure.
0: So I know why I, I kind of have my reservations about the foliar sprays, but, uh, it sounds like you had a few yourself. Why don't you uh, actually I
2: it, I think it stems from
1: just the, I'm going to do it wrong. Uh, I'm going to do it at the wrong time of day. I'm going to do it at the wrong time of night. I'm going to spray too much. I'm going to spray too little. I'm not going to spray the right areas. Um, it, it, like I do with my IPM um, and I just coat. Cause that's the only thing my head really thinks coat. Uh, so I, I don't know. It, I've watched so many damn uh, web episodes now of how beneficial they are and when to do it and everything else. Like I'm confident that I could get benefit from it, but um, I don't know. Just not really too much calling, I guess. Like I don't really have too many problems. Like knock on wood. I just try to focus and keep an eye really close eye on my environment. All of my tents have separate um, exit ports. So, you know, fresh air comes in. Hey, hey, hey. fuck you, growling. Apparently, there's a ghost in my house. Um, But yeah, just try to keep an eye on that. And, you know, know what? Don't contaminate. Don't go out walking in the rice fields and come back in and go, I'm going to stomp through my cannabis. But yeah.
0: for me it's just the necessarily the fear of you know putting more moisture in the air creating you know possibility it, for mold peace and, and, and that's shit like that is why I don't
1: and that's another thing if you really want to talk technical it's like what is this bacteria or you know anything else what is this going to chancely do and that's my what if does take over my brain a little bit too often um So I'm like, well, I've gone this far without Rory. The ghost can't kill you.
2: Sorry about that. Did you just say the ghost can't kill you? Oh, yeah. I'm confident there's
1: a ghost that lives into my house.
0: What kind of ghost? I'm curious. Male, female, old, old west. Do you have a feel for it? My wife is the one that is more empath-,
1: empath. Am I saying that right? I don't know. Um, She feels it's a child. So. But I don't know. There's one that likes to mess with us. They'll open drawers, do weird shit. There was one at the shop. We had to walk in every morning and say hi to it or else it throw shit off the shelf.
0: Uh, I think there's a lot of hollow ground up here in northern Michigan. I know there's a lot of blast hills that I found when I moved up here. That's for sure. Few few ghost towns real close. So yeah.
1: I, I will say this. I will say this, even though my wife is... What, would you? know? Um... Sorry, my dog thinks he can jump on my lap right now. But uh, I have always felt a connection to Native American mythology, ancestry, stuff like that. The farther north I get, I feel more at home. And I, I just, I think there's more tribes up here and shit. But it, I don't know. And then you're going into a lot of other spiritual shit. That, <laughs>
2: that could be a whole nother episode.
0: And uh, yeah, there's, there, I, yeah, I definitely believe there's a little, little something going on, in the woods up here for sure, man. I, I know there's places up here, man, where the woods are still so fucking thick, man. If you basically step off the road, man, fucking just not see somebody standing there and shit. So
1: I think I think more when you're up here, you kind of connect to nature a little bit more and you're able to kind of open yourself up for different frequencies and energies and kind of things. Um, Look at empaths and, you know, the clairvoyant people. If, you know, I don't know if anybody believes in that kind of thing, you know, they're more open to it and they can, they can tell you almost what a, you know, energy's name is and what happened and yada, yada. I fully believe in that kind of thing. Some, I believe a lot of people bullshit, but I don't know. I, I just feel like being out in nature makes you more connected to it. So by connecting to nature, almost like Avatar, you're
2: connecting to its history. You know what I mean?
0: For sure. For sure. <laughs> Have you ever, ever journeyed up to around some of the ghost towns up here in northern Michigan, though? I mean, there is a few. Oh, um, I... It's-
1: I had a couple of buddies that used to like to, uh, ghost hunt. Um, I used to live up in Manistee and I was living on the guy's couch for a little while. And he used to talk about how he'd go up ghost hunting in houses and they went down this house and it was hard to get down the stairs. I can't remember how, why he said it was, uh, but the big guy was in the back. They got down the stairs and there was nothing but this long hallway and this half goat, half, uh, human looking at him at this hallway and it started running at him and the big guy got stuck going up the stairs. Um but they finally got out and like a couple months later it was just the house whole house was gone. Like nobody remembered what happened to it. And I was like, what the fuck?
2: So it was <laughs> pretty crazy shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's uh definitely a uh... lot history you know I definitely have smoked a few that's another thing cannabis and goats hunting there fucking have definitely <laughs> rolled down a few trails smoking up. <laughs> uh, you see that G? right mine can wander away in the woods up here when you're smoking
1: oh and see and that's what actually I want to do this summer is like I would love to go to a waterfall um and I know uh was it the other night talking about mushroom trips and stuff like that um i'd love to take one of our up waterfalls me and my wife go every year we take the kids you know see as many as we can see on the road my wife swam in one it was funny uh but that would be cool as hell to ground yourself at one of those waterfalls and just wherever your mind takes you
2: you know follow see what happens Fucking end up in Munising, trying to climb the fucking bear.
1: <laughs> I found <this> much.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Do you think there's uh, some? What do you do? You think there's actually some crazy stuff running around these here woods? I know I've wondered a couple of
2: times. I I believe it's possible. I.
1: Depending on how deep you go, like there's no possible way that something can't be hiding. I would hope that American or not Americans, but human fingerprint isn't so far dug that we don't know everything on the planet. And then that opens up an entire another doorway of secret societies and all that other fun shit. (laughs) Hidden things from the world 101.
0: Think there's a secret society of Sasquatch? No, no, <laughs> maybe no. that's who's running shit. <laughs> that'd be some funny <laughs> shit.
1: Yeah, Bob got it. He put five hundred on it. Shit. The poll of what the fuck is going on in the world.
0: <laughs> that would be uh, that explained a few things. What was. The one place they have the fucking uh, conspiracy shit there, in the woods and shit, uh, Northern California. Oh, God. Okay. Builder, uh, fucking what is it? Oh, I can't remember, I forget. Bohemian Grove. Bohemian Grove, one of them spots and shit.
2: Oh, yeah. Fucking okay, that'd
0: be funny. Powers that be your Sasquatch. <laughs> Start some random cult.
1: <laughs> no, no, I was referring to fucking the I don't know, alien or not aliens existing, but uh, things that were existing but government doesn't want you to know about them, like what's in the ocean.
0: Hey, but, uh, they said that there's there is most definitely <laughs> history of red haired giants who say, Oh, I'd Sasquatch.
1: There's so many things that they could be. I mean, it's look at I love folklore and stuff like that, you know. Um, there's so many similarities with a lot of different things that what if a lot of the shit did actually exist one time and they just turned it into stories so we were more okay with it? Cause they're finding giants, skeletons, and everything else like that. So maybe they turned it all into stories to make us think it was fictional. But in all in all,
2: it actually did exist. Who knows?
3: <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> what
0: what about aliens? You think the aliens are gonna use cannabis when they get here? Or did they did they bring us cannabis? Dude, I have gone on so
1: many stone out fucking uh explorations. The if you ever looked at Gaia TV, how they talk about how there's uh moon station thing, like there's an entire ecosystem on the moon. Um, and then there's another side of it where there's like sending slavery or human slaves to Mars. Um but cannabis related, yeah. I've seen some crazy videos about how Cannabis might have come from uh, Aliens Because they wanted us to have it Because it teaches us so much And
0: yeah it's some funny shit so. Ancient Ancient astronaut theorists. Say yes <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah. it's
2: Stoner Don't ramblings of shit. I wonder they, this
1: I wonder this Can't fucking can play,
0: put aliens Anywhere Ancient aliens can put aliens tie aliens to everything.
1: Well, there's so. actual people that there's actual uh um somebody brought up a video about how American or not Americans, uh humans aren't made for this planet. We sunburn stuff like that. Uh there's some crazy stuff. So it's like, okay, that ties into aliens put everything here.
0: I'm in on that boat. I'm in on that boat. You notice how everything else kind of fucking synergizes and we don't? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. We're kind of the fucking dumb (laughs) of the planet. (laughs)
1: That's
0: some fucked up shit, ain't it? It is. I think what you're saying is very possible. Uh, you never know
1: The only way we're ever going to know Is when it's all over And the guy that put his money down On that little square to go What the fuck It wins
0: Do <laughs> You think we'll grow weed on Mars When we get there
2: I sh-
1: I'm fairly convinced That if they If some people pulled their head out of their ass They could figure out ways to do it If they're not already capable of
0: It Yeah As we talked about earlier It is bio-remediator Why can't it fucking help terraform Mars (laughs) It'd be an awesome place when we get there It would be a huge fucking
1: Project that's for sure I would hope one person have dreads and do the peace sign in one of those pictures of them happening or doing it. Just the old 1970s peace to the world kind of thing. That'd be awesome.
0: See all Elon Musk all hippie doll fucking dreadlocks and shit when we get there.
1: (laughs) Andrew, the one person is like, if your dad dressed as a hippie trying to look cool in front of your hippie friends, Elon Musk dressed as (laughs) hippie.
0: Going to design the self cultivating cannabis plant, yeah. <laughs> Forget the car, he left the car idea. Uh-huh. He might, the self smoking cannabis plant. Man, you don't even gotta smoke your own weed
1: anymore. Those robots do it for you. Elon Musk robots do it for you. He visually puts it in your head through that microchip that he wants to put in there. You don't even gotta smoke your weed. You think you're doing it.
0: Adjust Just your happiness.
1: Yeah, adjust your happiness with your iPhone.
0: Is that what you're saying? You're just going to be meta high at some (laughs) point. Shit. I don't know. Isn't that what (laughs) Elon Musk wants everybody to do? Put a microchip in their head?
1: Maybe that's an app that we could download in our head.
0: Is that my happiness? You think at that point, there'll still be people growing shitty weed? (laughs) 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 Even though you could digitally grow it perfect? Shit, there still be somebody fucking growing (laughs) mints.
1: Still trying to get fucking top dollar.
0: It's funny. Trying to pass it
2: off to his buddies. No, man, this is what it is. I swear. Oh
0: shit! All blurry and shit, not quite (laughs) developed, and (laughs) right. A couple, you missing a couple ones and zeros on that button, dude. you right out <laughs> there. <laughs> All right, well. What was that, Yoda?
3: I
2: said it has Cut been a blast there. talking
1: to you. Um, I'm going to get going if I don't if you don't mind. Just for a minute if you want to start up that weed nerd channel, whatever that oh, everybody else can make fun of
0: me. Right on. Uh, well, I do appreciate you coming and hanging out, man. I know I've kind of tried to been luring you on for some time now from the <laughs> grocery store, and uh, I'm glad you finally had time to make, you made time to have come on hang out. I uh, greatly appreciate it. Uh, a couple of things before you go. The Zoom link that I sent you this evening is your Zoom link for the Weed Nerd World. Anytime you want to come and hang out, that's how you get there from now on. No no invitations at this point unless it's going to be for a second episode from here on out. It's strictly come as you want to into the Weed Nerd World. Anytime you see it in the title, you are more than welcome to come hang out. The other thing I'd like to get from you before you go is a silly thing I call the soundbite. Hopefully, you've caught it once or twice. Basically, my version of it would be, hey, this is Eagle, and I'm on fucking talking shit with Eagle episode 626. You put anything you want before or after that, as long as it includes that in it. I am ready for your soundbite right now, Mr. Yoda. You make me fuck this up, man. God damn
1: it! This is Dank Yoda on Eagle, episode six twenty six. What else am I supposed to say? Uh, Talking shit,
0: (laughs) (laughs) having a great time doing whatever. That was that was the rough version of it. That's all you needed right there. (laughs) (laughs) You put me on the spot. I was nervous. I'll give you Uh, a take two. You want to take two? No, no, I'm good, man. All right,
1: all right. I, like I said, I, I like funny that. shit. Me I too. like
0: funny shit. Me too. I hope I got With to that make somebody did Oh, it, it made me chuckle. So, hell yeah. Uh, yeah. With that being said again, man, thank you so much for your time and hanging out, man. I greatly appreciate you telling your story and helping buying <laughs> the community another night hanging out. Hopefully, you do take me up on that offer and fucking coming out. and hanging out in the weed nerd world at some point, my friend. Right on,
1: brother. Probably, man. I'm always hanging out, doing, just chilling. Fucking most of the time, I'm right on my chores pretty quick so I can get them done and get everybody nice and happy. That way if the girls wake up or there's shit to be done. Always shit to be done in a big house. So, always moving.
2: Well, I swear to God, I watch a said- bunch of
1: episodes and I have shit I want to say, like, I got shit to say to Smiley. I want to say hi to Bengus and all these other guys that always shout me out. You know when I come in, um, but yeah, it's it's cool, man.
0: Now's your opportunity, or now, well, from now on, will be your opportunity. To grab that phone, and when you see him, come on, come on and hang out with him. Right on, brother. So, hell yeah. So with that being said, that does wrap up this episode, 626. Another fucking fun night of hanging out. Hopefully you guys have enjoyed it as much as I have. For those of you that uh, aren't going to transfer over, thank you guys very much for your time. Uh, don't forget, Brand Max Kindness do save lives. Don't forget to do something nice for somebody. Yoda, any shout-outs before we go?
2: Um, I mean, most of the guys, every normal guy,
1: um, I don't know, your whole community is awesome, most of them are fucking chill, I think I've talked with most of them multiple times about random ass shit, so it's been cool, um, I'm just horrible at names, so I apologize, now my dog has to look over everything, is it okay, can we come out, it's safe,
2: asshole, (laughs) but no, I'll probably, I'll be back around, so. All right, we're going to wrap this one